Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Computer Game Show. It is the Game of the Year Draft 2021 episode. My name is David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello there. Sean Bell. Hello. James Farley. Hello. Let's get going. It's big. It is big this week, and I can't believe how quickly it's come around. Um, I, I still don't really know what I'm doing. I, do you know, I've already changed mine as we're, as <laughs> what, when we put it <laughs> while we were recording it. Like, I've, got a, podcast, I've got a list, Sean. but half of them have basically got other people's names on them. You reckon? So, um, well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, listen, if this is your first year with us for Game of the Year, it's quite a big thing for us. We um, <laughs> we, we kind of go uh, headfirst into it. Uh, the next episode will be our Game of the Year show, which means uh, this episode is about picking four video games each um, for the Game of the Year, plus an extra wild card, which you will get to vote on. Um, we'll explain that a little bit later in the show. Basically, this episode is going to go like this. Intro. Yeah, yeah. Feedback, mm-hmm. news, all mm-hmm. the favourites, mm-hmm. all your, all your all favourites, all hits. Yeah. What what you've been playing? That's coming straight after that's the news. Yeah. And then we'll be doing the draft. If we've got enough time, we'll do some questions at the end. But I highly doubt we'll have enough time. We'll soon find out. But there's only one way to start a show like this, isn't there? And that's to give a shout out to the greatest people in TCGS history, the Full Nels crew. They are. Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gasman, Palace are great now, aka Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy Birthday Sam, Love from Lil, <laughs> aka Bitch and Sink, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, and the Radio Anywhere and TLNA crew. They went full Nels. Thank you so much for going full nails. You too can support us on Patreon by going to www.patreon.com forward slash TCGS. There are different tiers, aren't there, Matt? Various different tiers. So many tiers. Uh, you can listen to bonus shows. You can watch live um, uh, talks overs. Uh, there's all sorts. So please go down to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and support us with what we do because it lets us do mad shit constantly. <laughs> so thank, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, should we get to feedback? Well, before we get to feedback, do you want- I've only got one piece of feedback from last week's show. I wasn't here last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was good to hear Sean on the show. Uh, not you, Sean. I was going to say. Sean. Here every week, every week. <laughs> it's always a little bit <laughs> disappointing to hear you on the show, Sean. But um, the other Sean was good. Um, I did have one comment, and right, it was down to a listener question, and I could not believe my ears when James gave the answer and Sean went, "Oh yeah, that's a good one." It blew my mind. All right, go on. If you were to get a Men in Black memory wipe what game would you go back and play? Mm. And you genuinely would make it Animal Crossing, James? I would, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, why like, not? Despite the fact... Well, there's several reasons why not. Firstly, um, uh, we were all very disappointed by playing that game, constantly. Secondly, right, uh, none of your... Your family would have already put in loads of hours. You would have been one of the only people to have started it. Like, you would have gone, <laughs> oh, man, I've just got the museum. And everyone around you would go, yeah. all right, welcome so to 20, 2020, mate. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 2020. And, and, and five, what was the final point? I can't remember the final point, but my, those two points are good enough to say well, that sh- was surely a bad the whole, choice. The whole, 
yeah, like the, the reason that getting a mind wipe and being able to redo Animal Crossing now would be good is that you wouldn't have the disappointment of like, oh, what the fuck? Why aren't they supporting it? Because yeah. you'd be able to just go straight in now with all the cool extra shit they have added. Yeah, but the shop would still be the same, wouldn't it? <laughs> True. Do you know what I mean? It's going on about the shop. It's always about the, the shop. Basics. You were the one going on about the shop, James. I know. You constantly went on about the shop. The shop got much bigger in this in previous games. <laughs> it did. They did upgrade it, and I'm, I'm disappointed they didn't bother doing that. But there is new stuff in it, like, regularly. There's, I mean, there's too much content, if anything. It's, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, two years later, two years after the fact... Anyway... None of you said the ultimate answer to this, and that is Zelda Breath of the Wild, a game which is literally about discovery, (laughs) finding things on the map, go and see it, and it blowing your mind. Like, that's, it's just, it's got such a perfect choice. Anyway, that's the answer. That's the true answer. Animal Crossing is a terrible answer, James. (laughs) I never want to hear you talk about that game again. That's, That's your punishment for such a bad answer on that one, I'm afraid. Well, I thought it was a good answer. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, as long as you keep <laughs> to the punishment, we'll all be all right. You won't feel the I'm full I'm putting it in for game of the, of the year, law. so, you know, seeing as it's been <laughs> a substantial <laughs> well, upgrade, let's, you know. Let's find, let's find out. Let's find out a little bit yeah, later. You can put that um, pack in, can you? Expansion pack 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Happy, Happy Home Planet or whatever it's called is almost <laughs> like planet. a new game, you know. Happy Planet. You, hold on, you yeah. say that. Didn't you turn around and say, I did one of them and then just didn't bother again? Well, Wasn't that you? Maybe, maybe, maybe I've been playing it a lot more since then, David. You don't know. Oh, you know uh-oh. Hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. He hasn't, has he? Nah. Have you, James? No, no. Has he No. <laughs> no, it's a triple bluff before the Gotti run. great <laughs> new stuff it's added. Oh, yeah, what is the Happy Home stuff like? Yeah, I did it once. It didn't bother. Um, <laughs> should we get to... My feedback's not important, though, is it? It's all about our listeners. Let's hear what they've got to say, Matt. Yes, let's start with Garrison Savannah. Thanks to James for his Guardians of the Galaxy feedback. This was a potential next game for me once I've finished Deathloop and Baldur's Gate 3. And since some positivity on a game from James is the same as an old school Edge 10, I'm going for this. Plus it has Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue on the soundtrack, guaranteed to improve anything it's in. Cool. <laughs> What a brilliant look answer, at, look James. What a brilliant response. Is it <laughs> me that's going to have to respond to that? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure if it was what? supposed to be me. I mean... Who else was supposed to... <clears throat> right, let's... Can you read all right, the first sentence? All right, all right. Look, fine, 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 fine. Okay, look, Matt, fine. No, no, no. no. James, 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 be quiet. Let me, let me Matt, clarify. read the first sentence of that bit of yes. feedback. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Thanks to James for his <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy feedback. Right, who was going to answer that then, James? Who else was going to answer that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't can't believe know. Sean didn't say something. Oh no, wait, because it's it's thanks to James. Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we can we get that as a quote? Like, can someone make a, like a mock up? You know those things where it's got a quote underneath it, and it's just got quotes. Cool, James Farley, twenty twenty one. Well, well done, well done, Garrison Savannah. You have a great time with it. It's a very good game. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. Being sarcastic. Wow. No, wasn't that? No, was not. That was genuine. That was, was genuine, genuine Sean. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It takes, like, it really takes a long time of knowing James to tell the difference between sarcasm and genuine because <laughs> you don't hear genuine that often. So it sort well, uh, of yeah, catches I mean, you I'll, off guard. <laughs> I was going to say, but basically, the message I think we're giving to the listeners here is that on the rare occasion that James does, like, you know, break out of his shell and actually heartily recommend something, don't actually <laughs> act upon the recommendation because he fucking hates it. 
<laughs> just, just leave it well alone. Just I'll tell you what, it winds Chen up no end. I mean, she, really? she's just, she just thinks Go that on. everything I say is sarcasm. Like She's just assuming it's sarcasm. It's, uh, yeah. She just thinks everything I say is sarcasm. Is this like a, is this like the situation when I say, oh, James, yeah, you've been raving about this game. I'm going to buy it. And you go, you sex me. Please don't play it. <laughs> is this like one of those situations but no, for the audience? Not not at all. No. I, everyone should play this game. It's very Again, good. Again, sarcasm sounded like sarcasm. It's not sarcasm. No, not at all, David. <laughs> I feel sorry for Chen. Right, next uh, bit of uh, feedback. Back on the subject of that, though, I, and there's not a day that goes okay. by where I don't regret not buying it for 25 quid during Black Friday week. I'm thinking that it will go back to that kind of price around Christmas, or maybe I'm just it being... It because everyone started buying it again. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> it's absolutely fucked the rest of us. <laughs> I, I, I feel sorry for Joe. I said to her, oh, uh, she said, oh, I need something to get you for Christmas. I went, oh, that Guardians of the Galaxy game, I, I want to play that, and it's like going for cheap. And she went, cheap? It's 50 quid. I went, nah, it's cheap somewhere. That and then that's when Sony. I asked you guys, and they were like, that was Black, Black Friday, that was it. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say, and then she came back with the Telltale one instead. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, like, no, I thought she was going to come back with the movie. Like, 10 yeah, quid? I got brilliant. both of them. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> almost, almost definitely the Avengers game. But like, I can see that happening for sure. And and not, but like, I, I'm almost certain that I'll, play half of it and go why are these games why are these why was james liking this so much like i don't get it and not realizing that it was the wrong one oh, scripted, was, this is you... awful this is this not funny at all <laughs> <laughs> game of the what um right okay. let's, let's go to the next one come on okay mate. my first love has messaged dear tcgs codependents love the show listen every week have done for over three years now i've been meaning to ask but didn't know how i've recently been playing the ascent and have been absolutely adoring the game then i thought i don't recall tcgs ever speaking about the game and i would argue it's a contender for game of the year I went to YouTube, searched for the game as recommended by, uh, they write here, Marvelous Mr. Matt Murray, found episode 263 and excitedly skipped to the Ascent discussion. But jeepers, sure, my love, you made the game sound so boring. Your words <laughs> seemed to state that you were really enjoying it, but it unfortunately wasn't conveyed that way. And it's not the first game in which I've been like, come on! Anyway, my question, Sean, always appears to have been placed last in what you've been playing. Please can we mix it up? All the best to you for much love. Is that true? What, what I tend to be last? I think, yeah, it's true. Sean does tend to be last. Yeah. Oh, that's not intentional. I, I always what? try and mix it up, but why do I always leave Sean till last? Oh, sorry, man. That wasn't. I, I've genuinely, I've never noticed. <laughs> no, why? Um, <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's one of those well things had. that maybe comes about because I've. No, because this is going to sound like I'm bigging myself up as the alternative guy now. Well, go on in. But like, if there's you know, if there's a bigger release that most of you have played, I generally yes. won't have. So you're yes, sort of that's it, isn't yeah. it? If yeah. a big game comes out, the, all of us jump onto it, yeah. and then Sean has got um, you know Billy in the sideways. Yeah, hat. I've been playing Wiggly <laughs> Squiggly this week. <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten cards of yesteryear. <laughs> right. Oh, Sean. Sure, okay. Right. Great game. Also, actually. you can never let James go last because he'll either be pissed or too tired. There's there one that. of the two there. Um, so we always 
shift James <laughs> forward a little bit. I think um, there's maybe it's subconscious. I mean, as as for the ascent, uh, I just had really really mixed feelings about it, and I still do, and I never finished it because I had <laughs> that's yeah, like I, like fundamentally, I like really enjoyed the shooting and stuff. I just felt like the RPG stuff was like way too light. There were some encounters that were just like far too hard, unless you were playing in co-op. Um, maybe they've fixed that now. Obviously, going back months, but um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I just didn't explain myself very well because there was stuff I did like and stuff I really didn't. Um, <laughs> the fact that you're getting slagged off for a bit, a bit of podcasting you did about six, <laughs> six months, months ago. ago. Yeah, I, I, like, um, did I ever tell you my experience of the ascent? No. This is this is not a reflection on the game at all, right? <laughs> obviously, but I went. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to give the ascent a go because everyone says it looks really good, mm. and you know it's it's sort of like a twin stick shooter, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. I'll give that. I'll give that a go. I booted it up. I lasted three minutes and went. Oh, I'm not. I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> and then I turned it off and uninstalled it again. And then I forgot it come out. So that was. It's, it's I one think of those it was just. That, yeah, I was not in the mood for it. Yeah. There, was, there was a bit of hype leading up to it, and then it kind of came and went. Unfortunately, um, I, I have wondered if I should go back to it because, as I say, they, they might have patched a few things that I didn't like because, like, the world building in general is incredible in it um, and stuff. But I, yeah. Just sort of fell off the the map, sadly. Okay, all right. I mean, I can't believe that was actually out this year. That feels about two years ago. Yeah, that's I my said to, I said to yeah, I said to people at work, this feels like it's been the quickest year of all time, but also the longest year of all time. <laughs> Do you remember those first three months? Fucking hell, where every day felt like a week. Where every day felt like a week. Uh, it was oh, so I love the Friends theme song. What is? What is the message? Yeah, about... You were clapping there, yeah? Yeah. German yeah, pizza, yeah, yeah. what does, talks about... As a fellow Brit living in Germany, pepperoni are chickle... Uh, oh, my God. Pepperoni are right, chickles. Okay, can I just say, before you continue, before you continue, that opening sentence sounds like you're German, but pretending to be British. Because <laughs> as a fellow Brit in Germany... <laughs> I'm definitely... No uh, one believes you, mate. I bloody love tea. Okay, uh, we'll start again. German pizza. As a fellow Brit living in Germany, pepperoni are pickled chilli peppers and good. You need to ask for salami uh, for your pizza. You will also need to go to a local shop and seek out a pasta pizza, Dr. Rocker, uh, do one. They're surprisingly okay, but at the same time, you'll understand why they aren't available anywhere else. Can hear the Italian scream as I type. The cabbage stay away from kohlrabi? Kohlrabi, yeah. stuff. Get on the <laughs> Noppers bars. Best thing here. Appreciate your Merry Christmas. I didn't understand <laughs> the last part of that. I didn't get any of that. The last 50% is lost on me. (laughs) Also, never take a dibble dob on a floop train. Okay, um, so a fellow Brit (laughs) signing off. There was another comment. uh, I didn't include it, but it basically made the same point, but it was a bit arsey and basically saying, why does James not realise that different words mean different things in different countries? Um, (laughs) Sorry, it's just when you see the word pepperoni and you think it's pepperoni. It's like... Yeah, because I I just wanted to step in and defend you on that point because obviously it's an Italian word, right? So Mm. I would have thought... That yeah, you know, we and Germany were going off is the it same Italian definition. Word? Definitely, Pepper, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, just because it sounded like me, there, Sean. Like an yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. yeah, yeah, it did. You also have to remember that I'm a person that once ordered a bovril in a calf, thinking it was a breville, 
cheese toasted cheese sandwich <laughs> so you know these mistakes can wow. happen without even leaving the country all right <laughs> okay so let's right, not I've have checked. a go at james too much i've checked it's a borrowing of pepperoni the plural of pepperon the italian word for bell pepper so the, oh, ge- the we, german use is, is more accurate mm. um but yeah, <laughs> course, I, yeah so i can so basically i can see why james assumed it was the same thing but yeah but yeah, we, we received quite a few. I mean, I, I have now taken note of this. We had pizza this evening, actually, and I ordered it with salami. Wait, wait, and wait, it was wait, fine. wait, wait, wait. Can I just ask that, James? Go on. How many pizzas did you order with the <laughs> yeah, exactly. About three times. <laughs> so, Are you kidding me? But then what was annoying about it, right, was it wasn't even for me. I don't even want it. It was Asher wanted it. <laughs> and then every single time it turned up and he was really disappointed. The first time he was angry. Right. The third time he just looked at it and sighed. And then just was like, I'm going to have to pick all these off. <laughs> I've got, I've got, <laughs> that's, that's a child working out that is probably best if they do it themselves in the future. James, <laughs> <laughs> James, I've got more questions. The three times that you did it, was it from the same place? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. oh, my God. I thought they you just did. made a mistake. <laughs> you couldn't possibly believe that you, you made, made a mistake, mistake three times. <laughs> did, you know, three did, times. did you start thinking, like, if I just order one of everything from the menu and then make notes... <laughs> Yeah, one of them's going to be right. Oh, my head's just caved in. I can't stop laughing. I just imagine that. Opening up the box. Oh, they've made a mistake there. Next time, opening up a box. Okay, they've made the same mistake. What a bunch of uh, amateurs. That's a bit annoying because no one wants this. Third time going, oh, uh, am I? Is it me that's the problem? What an embarrassing pizza establishment. Making the same mistake three times. <laughs> what idiots. Anyway, we got it right today, which was good. It's, cool. uh, yeah, so did it's, you have the salami on that pizza, did you? Yeah, it's fine. Not but also, yeah, he's right yeah. about the Noppers bars. They are amazing. They're very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. You like a bit of the old Nopper, do you? I do, I do like some Noppers bars. They're pretty Big good. Nops. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to call me boy then. I do like some <laughs> Noppers boy. I mean, what are <laughs> Noppers bars, James? <laughs> I'll well, bring yeah, some back. They? they were just—they're kind of like chocolate in wafers. It's—it's it's really good. Ooh, I'll bring some back actually. Like, like a, like, would you say, um, take a break, take a nopper? Was that—is that the sort of thing we're talking here, James? Not really. No, no. It's—it's it's not like a no. Kit Kat at all. No, no. no okay, this is right. chocolate well, in wafers rather than wafer in chocolate. Wait, hold yeah. on. How do you put the chocolate in wafer? I don't know. I don't work for nopper. So wait just, Google it. <laughs> just Google it, you'll see what I mean. It's, oh, it's... fuck off, we're doing a podcast. Stop telling people to Google it. I'm not asking for me. Either way, they're very good. Just because I looked up the pepperoni thing. I'm not, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing yeah. now, isn't it? Oh, just Google it if you're so special. <laughs> if you know what you're doing, just Google it, Dave. You wanted a Kit Kat, you got a Nopper. What an idiot. Did I'll tell you what, times. though, what I do flat. quite enjoy ordering stuff here because obviously I can't read the menu, so I do just really? take I just take a chance on stuff, you know, take just like order yeah. whatever, and uh, then sometimes I never want to do that ever in my life. <laughs> I never want to do that. No, I want to know exactly what I'm getting. She absolutely hates it when I do it because stuff comes turns up and then she's like, I really hate this. Like, why have you ordered <laughs> exactly. this? Exactly, what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. You can't spin the wheel on dinner. No. Like, that's not how it works. James just loves... Ordering anything, you know, all these all these things on the menu. I don't know what any of them are, apart from that one time he ordered three pizzas from <laughs> you know, the same establishment just to make sure. Well, I was just thinking, oh, they're going to get it right one time, aren't they? It's going to. They did. Yeah, all three times. the right fucking thing. 
Let's move on. Yes, the Space Harrier. This is a bit of an odd request, but can James please start his Fantasy Zone segment with the phrase, Welcome to my Fantasy Zone. Get ready! From now on. Thanks. Go on. Probably not. I mean, I don't even know if there's going to be any more of them, to be honest, because, I mean, they've been well, a dead loss, been, haven't uh, they, recently? Yeah, it's been been sulking no. about this, haven't you? No, yeah. I love them, James. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, because, lo- come on, no. it, was, it was... Okay, last week, we had a whole bunch of stuff for the Game Awards. Nothing. None of them were right. <laughs> like, none of them were right. <laughs> yeah, and but it's, that's part of the fantasy zone, man. We're, we're living in a fantasy. But it's not, yeah, though, yeah, is it? Yeah. Because then you have a go at me about it. Fucking and it's just is. like... What's the point? Oh, just take it on the chin. Look, <laughs> come on, James. Come on, don't ditch the fantasy. Well, I'm not doing zone. another one this week because I can't be bothered. Why not? Because I can't be Fuck bothered. You. That's why. <laughs> okay, I, James, are you right, not doing this enough. one because we're not doing also one next week? Yeah. Really, just I mean, one. if you want, James, you squeeze one in. Really, I'll do you a deal. But well, it's not really a deal. It's just me doing you a favour. Maybe I'll cash it in next week. Who knows? Um, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Rex Reese on, on Twitter was saying, after the whole Halo campaign being split up into chunks thing, <laughs> he said he really enjoyed uh, Bell's bullshit arena. <laughs> and, I, and I half joked about it. Mean, well, yeah, I've got an idea for a theme. So, I mean, do you want, should we, maybe oh. that's how we do it. You do the news, James. and then if I've got any bullshit. <laughs> James, James. Sean's trying to steal your shit, man. Oh, I'm is, not, yeah. Are you going to let him? He yeah. get on I'm not alone. stealing I'm it. Not. He's, he's, yeah, James already kicked it. It's literally what been outside doing. his house. He doesn't want it. Yeah, but then it's my yeah, choice as to whether no. I kill it or not. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm just saying. There's your way out, mate. If you want it, uh, mate. Sean, what? Uh, James, uh, Matt, uh, Graham. <laughs> Fucking man. No, James, you got to think about this. If you kill it. We might end up in Bell's bullshit arena. Just think, just have a little think about whether you want to kill it or not. Right? I mean, I mean, have a think about whether or not you basically forced to live in Bell's bullshit arena every day of your lives. That's you know, <laughs> so, very much a constant menace. I do need a theme for yeah. that. Yeah. We all follow you on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. I know, James. Can you at least give us, a, you know, have one go at the whole welcome to my fantasy zone? Get ready. Maybe when I do it next time. We'll see. Well, how about no, now? We should at least no, because it also it sounds like something weird that somebody's trying to get me to say for some reason. I'm a bit wary about that. <laughs> James, if people <laughs> wanted to <laughs> make it, if people wanted to take stuff from this show to make it sound like you were weird, it's too late. It wouldn't be a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I do, you, Sean. That's, you know, <laughs> right, bitter toad. All right, lads. I was in the office the other day setting up an edit suite. I work in film marketing, which, contrary to popular belief, absolutely is in the film industry. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I was plugging everything in when my manager asked me a fairly inane question and I replied as follows. Well, we weren't planning for that in the beginning. I paused as a smile spread across my face. I then, in my biggest, most TCGS manner, looked at my, <laughs> looked at my manager and shouted, In the beginning! <laughs> it was at this point, Fuck. given the blank, confused look on his face, I remember that In the Beginning isn't from a piece of worldwide popular pop culture or pop culture, uh, like Star Wars or the Shake and Vac ads, but is, <laughs> in fact, from my favourite British video game podcast, TCGS. The office <laughs> sat in complete confused silence, and I mumbled my way through the rest of the conversation <laughs> with neither of us referencing what had happened. Cheers, bitter toad. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I wish, I wish, like, <laughs> I wish your manager turned around and went, smash. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right back at you. Gave you a little week. (laughs) Just say it's not a next gen console. I think we can all agree that we're there. And then you shook hands and uh, went along your way. Um, That's brilliant. I love that. That's probably my favourite thing to do on the podcast. When and James, what annoyed me is that we did it so often that James got wise to it and then stopped saying in the beginning. I I try so hard now not to say it. It's it's horrible. But the problem is, James, what what annoys me is you've done the worst possible thing you could do because it winds me up saying chronic. You've just changed it to at the beginning. (laughs) And it's like... But I... At, shouting or at, at the, the start. beginning's not as funny. Yeah, at the start. Yeah, or yeah. at the start. Oh, at first. so fucking frustrating. <laughs> Proper cock tease. Yeah, James, do you record with a thesaurus in front of you now? Just all the various different kind of connotations of in the beginning. So I'm not I've, got I've got a big list right here. Just keep probably just like, them out. You know, next time we're you know, next time we do a talk over, we'll just pan James's camera around, and the wall that he looks at will be like a serial killer's. Like just scrawls yeah, everywhere. Don't yeah, say like in the that. beginning. Don't say in the beginning. Yeah. Just over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> written, yeah, and he's written it on the back wall as well. But there's a mirror just above his screen, so you can see it. He's written backwards. It's all backwards. Yeah. <laughs> go on. Let's uh, go. Russell Hobb has messaged, gentlemen, during your discussion regarding jousting, <laughs> I was amazed. <laughs> that and was great. I love that yeah. bit. <laughs> Brilliant. For new listeners, top, yeah, popping into this one. So yeah, we had a massive discussion on jousting. <laughs> no, I was amazed and surprised that James didn't think of using his curtain pole as a lance. This would certainly be longer <laughs> it than a mop. three months to put it up. He's not going to take <laughs> it down. Absolutely not. Yeah. Although I've still got one. I've still got one to do. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> How many wait? How many rooms have got them now? How many have you put up? Okay, let me just count one, two. Okay, three rooms. I got them. I got one left to do. And okay, uh, yeah. that's not bad. It's 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 good that's not as bad. well. I'm, I'm pretty pleased. Do you know we had? I had an amazing night's sleep the other day, where it was like it was yeah. just amazing. Like wake up in the morning, the room's still dark. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that happens when you put curtains up. Also, what's the situation with the light in the bathroom? Ah, uh, that's still not working. Oh, for yeah, God's sake! <laughs> but James, that'll be yeah, a lovely okay. Christmas present for Chen. <laughs> No, what? To kill the romance, Matt? Oh, good point. That's a yeah. lovely Christmas present, <laughs> yeah. is it? Where are my manners? God. Maybe say it for Boxing Day. That would be funny, though. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Chen. And then you just hear a Beep. light click, and then all, like, all the fuses blow. <laughs> yeah, and all the curtain poles burst. <laughs> she mentioned it the other day, actually, because we were talking about like you what know all that? the stuff we've done since we've been here, and she just then she just ended, she just said, yeah, the lights still don't work in the toilet, though, does it? I was like, yeah. So. so that is so fucking romantic in here. That's <laughs> when it's misty. It's good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Come on. This will certainly be longer than a mop or vacuum cleaner extension, uh, a key advantage in a joust. Mm-hmm. And it is likely easily accessible, as given it took two months to put up, it's unlikely he secured it to the rod holder properly. Oh, it's, it's, it's a secure boy. It's a secure boy. highlight of the year for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, cause, I mean, because what's good about the curtain poles, obviously most of them extend, don't they? So you could actually keep it at like a certain length, you know, for travel. And then once the joust happens, you just whip it out. Thing. Yeah, like one of those yeah. lightsabers. The like lightsabers like that, whip it out. Yeah, but if you hit, the f- the problem is, if you're holding that oh, that's and true. you hit them with it's it, just it's just going to retract. Like one of those toy knives. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, yeah, like toy knives. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely pointless. <laughs> uh, so think about think about that, James, before you go jousting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and remember that. 
James, am I allowed to Sarcasm? ask which room it is that the curtain is not currently up? Uh, it's in Asher's bedroom. Poor Asher. Is- <laughs> well, if, if anyone was wondering who James loves the least out of his family... <laughs> wow. No, okay, I was going to put it up, and then I started doing the drilling, but they were having German lessons, and then Chen went crazy and said, you can't do that now, it's making too much noise. So, okay. you know... So you thought the rest of the days are right off? James, I just want to clarify. It's, take, it's taking you three months to put up a curtain pole, and the time you think is a good time to put up is when they're having a German lesson in the room. And then you're like, Ashley, you can't do that, and so I'm not doing it ever again. <laughs> Ash, Asher's sitting in his illuminated room at six in the morning <laughs> eating cold pepper pizza. <laughs> he, get, he gets up early anyway. He doesn't notice. It's fine. You know. Okay. Oh, poor Ash. Anyway, uh, last one. Luke Summerhays. Hi, lads. Just catching up on the ghost hunting with the Happy Monday stream. And y'all are talking about doing a most haunted of your own. You should contact Shepton Mallet Prison. It used to be a maximum security <laughs> that prison. Horrendous. And it's considered pretty haunted. The craze were kept there. Some American GIs were executed there, all what? sorts. It's been closed for a while, but they do charity stuff and events still. I did a 24 hour sponsored stay a while back, and it was a little spooky. Anyway, I'll be dead keen to watch it from Luke no, Summerhays. I ain't doing that. No, it was a funny cry. thing to say at the time. I ain't doing that. I ain't, I've just, I'm I've just checked, and yeah, so they do guided and self guided tours. They also do escape rooms as well. <laughs> do they? Uh, yeah. Holy fuck. Well, we could combine here, two of our they also do, plans. They also do adult theme nights where you can say whatever the hell Ooh, you, you want. want. <laughs> so like, maybe we should go Cheers. on one of those yeah. nights. How many of these fuckers still here? <laughs> <laughs> James, what, what, are you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, what interests you about going on a ghost tour? Uh, it's the ghost. <laughs> Right, okay, so the, the line was, it's interesting. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, that, yeah. that's fine. Should we, is that it for the feedback, Matt? Yes, if you want to leave us feedback, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Oh, just quickly, so you, just, you mentioned that we executed American GIs there. What What? Yeah, yeah, what, what business about? did we have? No, no, he, he, just, well, he said soldiers. some American GIs were executed. I'm not sure who did it. Okay. I don't think the question yeah, ex- is who did executed. it, I think it's where yeah, did it. Executed it's suggests like, by the state, does it not? Doesn't doesn't just mean they were killed. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to question Luke Summerhays. You'd be mad. I'm going to look, I'm gonna have to look into this. You've yeah, you've sent us down a rabbit hole there, Luke. <laughs> oh, it's true. Um, no, it, okay. did, it did happen. Yeah, I just I'd okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's move on to the news. Yeah. Okay, so we had the Game Awards. Um, that happened. I mean, I didn't watch it. Did anyone watch it? I skipped through. Uh, I watched bits of it. Yeah. I watched bits of it. I woke up. Charlie woke up at like four in the morning or three in the morning or whatever, and I watched a bit of it. You know, I did not look, watch it live. We're not the sort of podcast that's going to rip into Jeff Keighley or anything, but um, there, but <laughs> there's, there is there is one thing that I wish someone would just grab hold of him, put his arm, put your arm around him, and go, "Listen, Jeff, everything you've done is about eight hours too long, mate. Just <laughs> calm it, just shorten it." Just shorten all of this, and it will be a lot more entertaining. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you know, well, it's the Game Awards, isn't so it? It's, was we're, it really we're four hours long, or was that? Some well, there was pill a, the problem is that it's the pre. They do a lot of pre-show stuff as well, don't they? And right. they plug the pre-show, so it really does feel like the pre-show is actually a huge part of the show because they even announce awards <laughs> awards yeah. in the pre-show. You know, but how is it a pre-show? In that then? As well, so. It's like I don't know, James. I'm not part of their team if this was on a sensible time for us over here I probably would have watched it but I wasn't going to 
watch it at one o'clock in the morning. But I, I haven't watched I like all the, the trailers since. I watched every single one. I like the idea all of, of um... Yeah, it, they were all, I found like a rock, paper, shotgun, and I just thought, fuck it, I'll watch all of them, because I wasn't sure which, what we were going to talk about. And actually, I think there was loads of really, really good trailers. If, it's, if, that, if that show was just a show with, you know, it's like a standing on a conference, like an E3 show, that would be a really, really good E3, I think. Well, that's all anyone's uh, really there for, isn't there? I mean, people are not really there for the awards. I don't think people really. Uh, care I don't that know. Much. I, th- I think maybe we're not there for the awards, but I think some people are. Well, so let's start with the awards then, James. Is there anything that sticks out? Yeah, I mean, there's loads of them. So I'm, I've I've selected a few because it's I'm not Go sitting on. here reading like who's the esports winner and all that sort of stuff because <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that because um, you don't know. So the the, ga- <laughs> the game of the year award um, that went to it takes two. Uh, that one, that. I don't want to build mm-hmm. up to that. Straight in with that. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that was a pretty cool shout. And Joseph uh, Ferries' uh, speech at the end there was really quite good. <laughs> you know, yeah. clearly really excited and, you know, said some nice things and that. I'm I'm happy for him because that, that game, I think after A Way Out, that was the most mind-blowing thing about uh, It Takes Two. You know, we, we played A Way Out, which was some... You know, relatively decent ideas, but <laughs> horrifically piled together. Yeah. Um, and then it takes two comes out, and it is like fucking super high quality in every regard. Mm. Yeah, so um, many, apart, I, so many apart ideas. From the narrative, <laughs> but uh, really, yeah, really good game. So yeah, I was glad he won it in the end. Yeah, or that studio won it because even like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that studio won it. It sounds well bad to say, well done, Joseph Ferris, when it was like, you know, God knows how many people actually worked on that game. But okay, so that was game of the year. Good shout. Uh, then we had best game direction. What does um, that mean? Well, it's like you know, the coherent vision and all that kind of thing. Like you know, whether is it or is it like best sort of like use of cinematics? I don't really. God, what, what, what were the nominees? So. Were they or what? Well, I'll just say what okay. minute, I suppose. Just fucking... So the nominees were <laughs> yeah. It Takes Two, Returnal, okay. Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Deathloop. Okay. okay. All right, so best AAA game. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, so the winner was Deathloop. That won that. Okay. okay. Oh, right, so definitely not a cinematic thing. I just, what a weird, yeah, it's a bit of a weird category, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so, and the best direction goes to Deathloop. Okay, what, why? I don't know direction and that. And what? <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously, direction. game direction is a thing. Like you know, obviously, game director is a is a title, but it's yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've got, I think it's yeah. like it's coherence of vision, isn't it? And it's yeah, like something like, that's been put together. Like, so cinematography and uh, like the, the, the no, world yeah, but you're all saying different things. This is what I'm talking about. It's a fucking mess. That, <laughs> get rid of that, Jeff. Get rid of that. No, category, co- I'm, I'm with James. It's the coherence of vision thing. I think more than anything yeah, else. It's everything coming together. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. Days. Okay. Okay. Go. it's not loads of different things. It's everything. That's <laughs> completely <Okay>. different. <laughs> okay. But, but yeah. And then game of the... Uh, it's weird. It's a weird one. Okay, go on. Uh, then we had... There's another one with uh, best narrative. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we got that. Do you, do you want to know who the nominees were? Yes, please. Yeah, because this, this weirded me out. I remember being angry at this category. Okay, so the nominees were Deathloop, um, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, but, True oh, Colors. Wait, I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. It Takes Two should not be on that. I love that <laughs> game. I think it's fucking fantastic. Best narrative? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But okay, go on. Uh, then Life is Strange, True Colors, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, oh. and Psychonauts 2. Oh. oh, Guardians won this one, didn't it? It did, yeah. This, yeah, that one. Yeah. The one, the best narrative, which I think is deserved because yeah. it, mm. it was excellent. But yeah. That's, that's did awesome. Not experienced that there was a lot of people 
tweeting like cutscene. I didn't watch them because I want to play the game, but there's yeah. a lot of people tweeting cutscenes from that game and saying that look, this is why all you people like, taking <laughs> the piss yeah. out of that win. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's genuinely good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I watching, I was like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, I didn't yeah, even touch what, it. I mean, this is what's been really frustrating because I've really wanted to talk about like, a lot of this with you guys, but I mm-hmm. can't because you haven't played it. It's, it's a bit frustrating. But never That's mind. right. Um, you let me down. Um, next was <laughs> um, best art direction. And uh, again, do you want the nominees? Yeah, 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 this is another one that pissed me off. Go on. Okay, so Deathloop, um, Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape. Okay, mm. right. In my opinion, if I was doing it, and I know it's all subjective, The Artful Escape should absolutely win this, mm-hmm. like beyond any shadow of a doubt. I mean, I, go on. Y- you know what I'm like? I'd, I'd probably. Psychonauts 2 would be up there as well for me, but. Yeah, I mean, Psychonauts 2 would definitely be up there because yeah. it looked incredible despite looking so garish. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. it it was weird, their style, mm-hmm. but it really worked. Mm-hmm. I think that would have got like a runner up for me. Yeah. I, but, I, I, but, mean, um, I, I mean, I don't know any of the winners, uh, but I, I think, I mean, definitely it's got a really cohesive style. Yeah. So I, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but in terms of art direction, you don't. Uh, like, I didn't look at that game and think. Oh my god, they're doing something completely mm. unique here. Yeah. Or uh, well, you know, it, no, but I think it's really art, cohesive. The art, the art. It felt really solid. I think they nailed the kind of retro futurism vibe. I thought, you know, all the environments yeah, look I fantastic. Thought, I would put that. That felt more good. like an atmospheric thing than an art direction. Like it. Honestly, when I looked at that game, I didn't look at it and go, "Wow, look how stunning this thing is." Like that didn't. That's not what I got from it. But all subjective. Who won it? Uh, it was won by Deathloop. Like that's fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> like the artful escape, I just think is so unique looking. Yeah, like and so mind blowing mm. with how unique it is that I, I'm very surprised. There's never, I didn't never win been that a game before. where I've taken so many screenshots and then just been like, I can't show anyone these because it'll spoil yeah, it. it was, <laughs> yeah, well, it spoils it, and also it will like make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. You've got to see that game running. Yeah. And experience it like it's yeah, and obviously yeah, and experiencing well, it alongside the music and the narrative and everything. It's all part yeah, of it, isn't sure, it? For sure, for yeah. sure. Okay. Uh, then we the other one I picked out was best indie game. Mm-hmm. So the, these are the nominees. We had Loop Hero, um, mm-hmm. Inscription, Death Store, Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, and Twelve Minutes. Okay, right. If, okay. Like, okay. I don't know the winner, but if Twelve Minutes wins this, that is uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mad that Twelve Minutes is up for that nomination. It was a terrible game. It was awful. Um, it was I a... think I know what won this one. Was it Kenner Bridge of Spirits? It was. Yeah, yeah, what? that one. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't because yeah, I didn't think. It, See, it's weird because it? I've heard good things about it. Like I've heard people saying it, it's a good game, but not like Death Store good. No, you know, no, but like... I, I like it's more that um, uh, it wasn't that like heavily published and pushed from Sony, which would yeah. make it surprising that it was considered an indie game. But then I suppose <clears> if it's an independent studio, then it, say, it counts. Yeah, right? the, the, the Death Store was Death Store was pushed pretty heavily by Microsoft as well, wasn't it? And Twelve yeah. Minutes, you know, as part of like Game Pass and everything. Mm. I mean, the whole was it? I mean, indie's been blurred for a while now right i mean devolver went on the stock market and got valued at what like a billion or whatever so i think we <laughs> do you know what i mean everything's weird now in terms of what is or isn't indie which kind which to me sort of makes this category a weird one anyway like yeah are we not on, at the, the whole point, point where we should supposed need... to expose yeah yeah the whole point was to expose like very small studios yeah. that would yeah. Otherwise, struggle to get their game name out there and stuff yeah, like whereas that. Yeah, you're getting... you've got a lot of games that were in other categories anyway, and rightly so. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Hang on. Death Store, did that actually come out on Game Pass? I'm wrong about that. No, it wasn't Game, it wasn't game Pass. Out, no, it didn't come on Game Pass. No. It wasn't on Game Pass. I, I just paid money for it. Ugh. Yeah. It's worth it, though. That's a joke. No, it was, it was exclusive to um, Xbox for a short period of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was like literally... Months, maybe? Didn't they say, like, oh, yeah, we like we we tried Sony and Nintendo and they just weren't asked, or basically? Yeah, like, it yeah that's right. That's right, yeah. yeah. It only came out it was only on PS4, like, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. No, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, it yeah. did eventually yeah, come, that's... but it wasn't, like, a like a deal with, with Xbox or anything. It was just... Is it out on Switch as well? Yes, yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, I wonder how that plays. All right. Okay. Uh, that's and they're the only ones I've I've selected for this because honestly there's like tons of them <laughs> and so I thought these were the most yeah, interesting I mean, ones. Awards are all subjective. I mean, I mean, it is disappointing seeing sort of game of the year and seeing um, like none like the, mo- most of them were like triple A games that you kind of think okay, where's the justification of this placing game of the year? Mm. Um, uh, like Resident Evil, for example, that was nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah, wasn't it? The, I mean the Game of the Year ones, the nominations. I mean it's all the ones we've just been talking about, apart from yeah. Resident Evil as well. Which I, I, yeah, I wouldn't place that up there at all. <laughs> yeah, it was a strange one, but um, whatever. You know, awards are awards. They're all they're really, really good for the people that win them, <laughs> and uh, completely the pointless for the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just don't feel it's like you can't beat yourself up about it if you don't get one. But I suppose I mean, I, yeah, you like know, if you're not getting that prize in that stage, then yeah, that's the that's the real quiz, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, you know, and I saw like a few people tweeting saying like, look, more than any other awards, Game Awards is probably going off ad spend and stuff like so. It's eh, probably not worth getting upset about, but. Yeah, still, yeah. As, like, yeah, as someone who really yeah, likes we, games and wants the right ones to be highlighted, and this is certainly an opportunity, you know, for that to happen. And yeah, of course, it is a bit annoying, but whatever. And we we all saw that article flying around about how the video game awards are offensive to the term video game awards because of, and the argument was that you know it's more of a marketing exercise mm-hmm. and all this. And I just kind of think, well. They, they, I mean, if you want that big stage with that that huge presence and everything, I'm I'm assu- I'm sure without knowing the business side of it, there's there's a lot of money to yeah. that they have to make to be able to put on that show. Mm. Um, you know, it's not like other award ceremonies where they can get two insane, insanely big sponsors that sort of just bankroll the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so and not only that, you know, it's nice to have another event that shows you new stuff uh, and that's what this did mm-hmm. i mean granted i didn't sit and watch it i went and caught up on the news and watched those trailers back but you know with when would those trailers have come out you know towards the end of the year there's not much going on mm-hmm. so what 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 were the trailers what were the big ones they showed off james yeah so i'm not again we're not going to go through every single one because there's there's lots but i mean i've highlighted a no, couple there here. was we a had... ton of indie games right that looked incredible like looked yeah. genuinely brilliant mm. but i for the life of me won't remember them. <laughs> I, like i can't remember the titles so or I, anything i as i said I, I watched every one and i wrote down a bunch of really good looking indies mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll we'll go through this list and talk about them after maybe Okay, so the one, the, I mean, the ones I've got here are all like big, big stuff. So we got, we had Star Wars Eclipse, which is the <laughs> Quantic Dream. Why did it make you laugh? <laughs> because we were talking just a few weeks ago, discussing whether David Cage will be handed Yoda. And it is quite clear <laughs> that he has been handed Yoda. Yep. Yeah, he's the in the trailer, isn't he? Yoda. Yoda. Oh, fucking Yoda. This is the Creature. Thing. Nobody's really well, it's sure. It's set in that era, right? Well, it's, this is set in the High Republic era, which is like, I can't remember how far back, but it's at least like eight, nine hundred years. 
like before the original trilogy that came out. Yeah. So it's, right. it's a bit like, and what's his, I mean, Yoda says in Return of the Jedi, like we're 900 years you, you know, old, I am, you know, all that sort of stuff. So like whether it actually is. <laughs> yeah, his famous, famous line. line. <laughs> yeah. Dave, 900 years old, I am. Yeah. Dave, which stage, of, which stage of grief do you think James is at at the moment? Is this denial or bargaining? I can't tell. No, no, no. I mean, years if, old, I am. If, if it's if, okay, if it is Yoda, then mm. actually I'd be all in favour of that because I want to see whatever his cage is going to do with him. I think would yeah. be quite funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's definitely there'll be a, a line about creature there, wasn't there? I'm trailer. almost certain there'll be a line about vaccinations in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like a, a sort of a, a parody, <laughs> or like no, what is it called? Like a you know, like a reference to some sort of uh, oh, can disease. Can you imagine if, has, yeah, if there's like a pandemic back. or something like through <laughs> oh, the galaxy? God. You know that's run through his mind at the very least. But no, but like Disney have to sign off on this. It's not going to be as easy as David Cage doing David Cage. Well, things yeah, right. have yeah. to sign off on everything. So. He won't have as much control as he would do for one of the standard games. It's great, isn't it? The David Cage okay. is the one person where you're like, please, corporate overlords, control every creative urge he has. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that doesn't, also, yeah. that doesn't guarantee quality either, like from Disney. You know, if no. Because yeah. not everything they've done has but been also, very good. Also, we should say, we're, we're, we're taking the piss, but we should say, it was a fucking good trailer. Like, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was a good trailer, oh, yeah, but, trailer it awesome. but it told us nothing at all about what the game is no, or anything. No, I know, but it it's just, the first time you know. I'd seen it. Haven't they suggested it's still like three to four years off as well? Yeah. So, oh, right, no okay. Mind, so we got a while. I'm disappointed that he wasn't in the trailer himself. You know, as a, he probably you know. was somewhere. He, just <laughs> he like, will be. Yeah. You know, he's going to be a Jedi when he <laughs> turns up. Like he'll be the the key to everything. Oh god, it's um, the main character. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how that yeah, goes. I, I can't wait. I mean, the trailer great. I have liked Contact Dreams previous games, so yeah, it's it's interesting. Regardless, it must be nice being you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there like yeah, we've all been slagging him off and I was like oh no Matt genuinely likes him and Star Wars this is, must be brilliant like this yeah. is just, this like is just exciting I mean, news I've, for you I've whereas, enjoyed their games whereas me and James are like this is like splitting our heads down the middle like we just can't <laughs> fucking deal with it whereas to you it's just not complicated at all no I'm honestly I like jealous I'm, <laughs> I, I've liked their previous games let's see what happens yeah. go on Matt go on Matt must be a place to be right next Okay, uh, then Alan Wake 2, that was shown off. Yeah. So was, it, right. was I mean, this, I've, I've seen people trying to figure this out. Was this the, you know, two, two and a half the years in, in, in the making so, yeah. reveal? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because there, so. there was no Nintendo stuff there, was there at all? Like, no, I don't think no, it you mention it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's games on uh, Switch, but yeah, there's no Nintendo pop-up games. Did Nintendo still make games? Just, no, I don't think they do, mate. Very I quietly and very slowly. Uh, yes. They're just thinking about how they can fuck us on subscriptions uh, <laughs> further than they already have. Um, you know, um, Alan Mike, never a big fan. Uh, whatever. Let's see, good. see how it. that comes out. Um, okay. Then we had Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. There was a trailer yeah, this for that. This fantastic. This looked horrible. <laughs> like, it, it looks... Yeah, grim, like visually yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. it looked very grim. Yeah. Like I'm I'm quite curious to see where it goes. Well, those games but... are grim, aren't they? They're very dark games. Have you played any of them, James? I've not played the first one, no, because mm. I I keep meaning to, but I've never got around to it. Well, have you not played the second? There's two of them, isn't is there? It? No, this is the second one. Yeah, this is Hellblade Two. Oh, the yeah. second one didn't come out. This is the second one, David. Was there something sacrifice? That was no, the first one. The first one was the first one. That's the first one. So then. I'm sure there was a second one announced. This isn't an. This ex- is Senua's right, Saga, reveal, Hellblade Two. <laughs> this right, is okay. Cool. 
yeah, but have they announced this previously? Yes. Yes. Right, okay, so yeah, I must have assumed it had come (laughs) out then. (laughs) Shit, all right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought the trailer looked fantastic, and um, I think this is like another another Unreal Engine 5 game. I didn't play the the original or the previous game, but I heard heard it was really fantastic, really impressive, especially the stuff I did with audio and whatnot. So this looks really good. Mm. Okay. Although it looked horrific, but in in a... (laughs) Probably in a good way. Oh, yeah, like it's me. absolutely yeah. meant to be. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had, they showed a trailer for the Halo TV show. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, I completely missed this. I was sort of skimming through it and looking for interesting yeah. trailers, but I must have. There wasn't enough of a tease, like? really. You didn't really see much. But... Uh, okay, fair enough. You saw Master Chief. Did they, like... Do like, did they do that thing where it's sort of like zoomed into like one of the famous weapons or a banshee or something? <laughs> no, <but laughs> they they did like, do him like. <laughs> like, oh, fuck's sake. I've got a like always helmet or some shit. I don't know. They, they always do that stuff. But yeah, uh, they did like do the helmet. Things. Yeah, they, they went for that. Yeah, they did the <laughs> they helmet. Did the helmet. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the quality of Paramount Plus content is like. Uh, not not more... great, Matt. Not great. <laughs> I mean, is that all that Star Trek shit was on? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> if this was a Netflix show or Prime, I would be like, okay. There's obviously potential for much more quality given the stuff I've done previously, but I don't know what Paramount have really done. But yeah, who knows? I mean, the, the chance of us being good are not high. Fuck about the Halo story though. Like it's like the I, I don't I like the Uncharted stuff. I can wrap my head around mm. and go, oh yeah, I could see how that could be turned into something. But like <laughs> the the Halo story. Oh, let's go to the library. Oh, the flood. <laughs> I mean, the Halo story is fucking bobbins, isn't it? Like, because I, yeah. I considered like like reading up on it all before playing Infinite, and I was just We're like, going to make people so angry. Yeah. Why people get so yeah. angry? Why when you upset say this? My, Why upset myself? I don't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because I'm still. Like, I'm, Do you so this is going to be a this bit? This is where I am with like Halo lore, right? Is and not to skip ahead. Obviously, we'll talk about Infinite in a bit. But I'm playing Infinite, and they're like, oh, this is another Spartan. And I'm like, I, well, I wasn't Master Chief the last one. I thought that was the whole thing. Was that no, ever a thing? Have I made that up? It, it was in the first game, right. but then it's ever since the first when game. it turned out to not be true. Yeah, it's fucking loads okay. of games. <laughs> Amazing. You oh, can't no, move for Star them. Wars as well, wasn't it? There was only supposed to be one Jedi, <laughs> and then they found a load of them, didn't they? Yeah. Same copy. thing. Um, what, is there going to be a bit in this TV show where there's two Spartans fighting a bunch of aliens. One of them dies, and the other one has to run and hi- like hide behind a rock for like 20 seconds for them to <laughs> respawn. Is that? It? I mean, that's my favourite memory of that. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, little, I, little bit of a gag. Yeah, I mean, that is or, apparently. I don't give a fuck about the story, but I just want to see that kind of stuff in a real live action series. It didn't so look pretty good. Sorry, but it didn't. Okay. <laughs> <But> anyway, um, <laughs> then we had Sonic Frontiers. Um, there was a trailer for that. I thought the Sonic stuff in this was good. Yeah. And I know it's the Sonic cycle, but the, <laughs> yeah. the, they showed the movie. I know you get into that, but let's mm. start with that because I think they showed that first, didn't they? They did, yeah. The, 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 the movie trailer, I thought, looked surprisingly good. Yeah, I didn't I expect... Like, we liked the first one, um, and I just assumed the second one was going to be just a huge pile of shit, but it actually looked pretty good. I'll tell you what I like, so, um, is it looks like they're leaning into the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, well, Sonic 3 story as well, you know, with like Knuckles being on, like, you know, Robotnik's side and yeah, all that kind on, of stuff. Yeah, on yeah. the other side and stuff, but like, it, at the moment Knuckles turned up in that, I was like, yes, mate, you know what I mean? I didn't think I'd give a shit, and seeing like <laughs> Tails in that little aeroplane. Like I was like, yes, yeah, I'm yeah, all awesome. for this. I'm all for it. Um, and it seems like they are just going right. Action films. These are going to be action films. Mm. They're going to be like 
you know, the Marvel films, but just like sort of toned down a little bit for kids. I think that's the way they're yeah, going. Action with it, films and I, with Jim Carrey in it. I mean, how? Why not? That's all I want. Yeah. I want more Jim Carrey being Jim. I'm Carrey glad he's movies. back. I, I, I was kind of surprised that he was back. Like, I'm like, I just thought I know why you'd do the first one. I can't imagine why you'd do another. But there he is again. Well, I, I guess he's got that for everyone, the, it was a surprise hit. So yeah. you know, and yep. it just allows him to be the Jim Carrey we kind of know and love and haven't seen for a long time. So I mean, yeah, it's got to be easy money. Somebody stab me, <laughs> smoking. <laughs> Um, uh, Sonic Frontiers also looked like an open world Sonic game, and that also looked all right. Actually, was interesting about that. Yeah, as a concept, I looked at that and I thought this actually looks like this could be something interesting. Actually, Mm -hmm. like if it is like a kind of an open world, like you know, sort of adventure kind of game, you know, in a completely open world. But then also, it said it was coming out like on basically everything. Mm. You look at it, you're thinking, (laughs) there's no way the Switch is doing this. (laughs) (laughs) What happened, James? It was a CGI trailer. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know what if it can or can't do it? What do you mean? No, but it's that's a proof of concept, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's like that, a, what they were like showing was a load footage, of. Then, yeah, yeah. It's it's like that. That was the sort of things that were going on. It's not some not necessarily like what it looks like, mm. but there was like things shooting down at him and it beat huge explosions and all this sort of stuff. And I thought, and just okay, the scale as well. Yeah, I like, can, yeah, you know, yeah, the scale was show. See. This is the problem. We can't be positive about this game without thinking of the Sonic cycle. <laughs> you know, like uh, for those of you that don't know, the Sonic cycle is, oh, that Sonic game looks good. It's Shit, maybe I this think will be going to release it's, a good Sonic it's gonna game. Be, it's going to be good no, again. Yeah, Sonic's back. Oh no, it's shit. <laughs> oh, they've announced another one. Shit, this looks good. <laughs> That's the Sonic cycle. Um, and we're at the start yeah, of that. I thought so that trailer that was pretty joyless, actually. It, I mean, really? I'm obviously interested in what it could be. And oh, wow, open world Sonic, <laughs> that sounds like it could be interesting. But it, there was no kind of real big bangs in that trailer. It, well, it was just, I don't know. It, the trailer did nothing for me. It didn't really evoke any kind of emotion more than just the idea of it's, what it could be. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just interesting because... It's like Sega still haven't figured out how to do a good 3D Sonic game, right? I don't think that's a controversial yeah. statement. Um, and I don't know. There was something about the scale of this that made me feel like it might work because that's how, like, some of the better sort of fan-made ones, you know, like you know, you can get like downloads on PC or whatever. People have sort of attempted to do um like their own sort of homebrew sonic games and they yeah often like the good 3d ones are very sort of like there's like really sort of heavy momentum but these like huge like worlds for you to run and jump around and it looked like it was kind of leaning towards that but i mean who knows the other thing that i've always felt is weird with these 3d sonic games is you see they seem to have taken the wrong i know i know the whole marketing thing for sonic is he's fast Mm. But that's the biggest problem with the 3D games. It just yeah. doesn't work like in 3D yeah. at all. Mm. Whereas yeah, they absolutely. Sh- if you take if you take a look at say Bowser's Fury, where it's pockets of levels mm. and traversal is with Blessy or whatever that dinosaur's called. If you take that and put that in Sonic, and you've got these levels in an open world, but the traversal is him just running really fast. But he's only running really fast when he's going from one place to the next, yeah. if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. That, that makes more sense. He doesn't always need to run fast, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Or, or if he... Maybe sometimes he can slow it down. Yeah, or if he is always going to go fast, then everything's got to be massive. That's just... The, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but, but eventually you are going to slow react. down, and then that means you're going to have players stopping and looking at things that 99% of players are just going to run past. 
and then you've got like a weird yeah. development issue, haven't you? And where to put your resources and yep. yeah, it's just it's a weird yep. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then there was there's also Slitterhead, which is from the guy who did uh, the first uh, what's it called Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. Yeah, Silent mm. Hill. And uh, yeah, this is a new. No, it's not Silent Hill. Obviously, it's something completely new. But the trailer was very strange. Obviously, it was. as you'd expect. Yeah. As it, it's got a. Akira Yamaka doing the soundtrack as well, hasn't it? So yeah. that's that's a, a big win. Um looks spooky. Was this more, this looked like it might be more of an action game or potentially like a co op thing? I wasn't really it clear. Looked, it certainly looked like more of an action game, didn't it? Because yeah. it wasn't really playing for like creepy scares no. or anything. It was just like just gore, yeah. it looked like. Which is fine. Which, Which is, is fine. fine. Cool is fine James. Is. He loves a bit of gore, that boy. Yep. yep, go on. Uh, then, I mean, this is just one I was interested in. There's Star Trek yeah, Resurgence. Yeah, I was about to say, why, yeah. how has this slipped in? No, no, this, <laughs> I was just interested in this, because this is like, it's Telltale Games uh, doing this, and it's like a you know adventure Star Trek game, and they, they don't ever come a... Mm. There hasn't been one for such a long time, so... You know, I think this could be quite interesting. Well, it's it's like, VR one, isn't we've it? had like so many Star Trek games that are like strategy games or shooters yeah. or whatever, and it's like, no, the good bits of Star Trek are fucking conversations and difficult choices and stuff. So yes, oh my god, Telltale doing one yeah. of those, brilliant. Yeah, um, they've they it's, yeah, as you said, Sean, it's like they just keep they always try and sort of shoehorn in the wrong kind of game style, really, for what the series yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this is the first time since I mean, going back, I mean, there were like there was 25th anniversary and Judgment Rights and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. did the same same sort of thing. But that was back on the PC in the 90s. Yeah, you know where there was like adventure games, and they were really good. Mm-hmm. They were like excellent. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to this. It looked it looked like it could be good. But- and then also there was <laughs> there was then there was the Expanse. Um, which is being made by Deck Nine in association yeah. with Telltale Games, which is Telltale and Deck Nine yeah. together. I was yeah. fucking shrieking when I saw this. So this was I, I, I stayed up a bit yeah. too late just by accident, and then this was this was quite early in the show, wasn't it? So this was mm-hmm. like the only bit of news I saw, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" I was yeah, very excited. Um, you sent me a message. I got like on yeah. my like I picked up my phone, <laughs> and all I could see was James in like capitals. <laughs> And normally, when it's that, it's because I've done something, and you know, it's, usually it's David, and I, it's because I've said something or done something or whatever. But yeah, this this was a cr- this was for a good thing. So, yeah. yeah oh yeah, you just remind me of the time when we were talking about HDR on TV, and, and I said you said that you're only doing this because you haven't got HDR on your TV, and you said no, no, I never said that, I never said that, and then I found the clip where you actually said it. <laughs> Uh, so James, Sean, every time I, I haven't seen the expanse, so I did try, but I just stopped after like two episodes. Mm. But that character in the trailer mm. is that like ish? Are they from the series? Or yeah, they like she is, a, yeah, okay, they are. Um, and yeah, she's, she's a major brilliant. character in the series. She's like yeah. probably my favorite character in the series as well. So the fact that this is based on her, so th- this is this is based on her exploits prior to the series as well, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay, um, it might be an interesting way in if you want to try it's again. Like, like you should. It's probably I the really best. I really wanted to. Everyone says so good and then Joe and I started watching it and it just the first two episodes like this it it felt It's a bit it slow to rubbish. begin with. It's there's like it's, a lot of world slow. building and yeah. It's slow to begin with. Also, the production values are, are yeah, poor for so like the first cheap. series. Yeah. But it gets much better later because obviously Amazon then bought it yeah. and then put some money behind it and it's 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 much, much better I than it was. I think we started trying to watch that when we were watching Game of Thrones and it, it was like watching Game of, Game of Thrones like Red Dwarf for me. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, this is a joke. Yeah, the but budget really I, wasn't I do kind of want to there. try because Evan said it's so um, good. But. Yeah, to begin with. I mean, I because I, I did eventually get new into it, but that was after, like, again, so we, we did the same thing. We started trying to watch it together. She wasn't really fussed, and I carried on on my own. And then I think it was when season 
4 was about to start and I was like, right, th- there's no getting around this. This is a new series of this TV show is going to start and I sort of need you to watch it with me because it's going to be the fucking best thing ever. And yeah, so we we then went like from the start and it was just, and it meant for those first couple of episodes, I was able to not to be like an annoying nerd but just sort of contextualize things a bit and like, right, this is why this kind of makes sense. And this is, you know, because there's just so much world building in that sort of first series yeah. that it's like, it's so much to take in and so much of it you can sort of miss and, and what have you. So that's also really worked, stuff but- that's not so interesting either. Like the proto matter stuff. I didn't, I didn't really find terribly interesting. It's the politics stuff that I thought was, well, this good, is like, yeah, throughout that that's sort of what's so interesting about it, isn't it? Is that the, yeah. the, the immediate sort of like, big sci-fi thing and it isn't actually the most or it is it is important but only in terms of the fucking bickering it causes around it and that's why it's mm. a, yeah why it's an interesting show but yeah okay but yeah so that's gonna be good and then we got a release date for tunic as well yeah which finally. i haven't written down is, uh, is it march next year it's, yeah it's march the 15th it's mid-march anyway um yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I've, I've been following it for... Well, it's been years this has been in development because it's literally just one guy making it. Um, this is, yeah, for those who aren't aware, you've probably seen footage of it at some point. It's the sort of th- like cute sort of 3D um, or sort of isometric Zelda alike um, with like a little fox as the main character. Um, like just really gorgeous visuals and, and soundtrack. And I mean, there's been a couple of demos which have been weirdly really difficult um which was a bit of a a shock um i don't know if that's something that's carried into the main game or if it's just something they did for the demo um but yeah really good really excited about this one yeah look look gorgeous cool all Um, right and that's it so matt what what indie stuff did you see that was Uh, so planet of luna Mm. uh i think this might have been announced previously but i think the big thing and i didn't write down the person's name but i think the big thing was that it's got uh someone doing a soundtrack who's really well respected sean does that ring a bell uh, no sorry and i did see the trailer as well okay. so I'm, maybe i just didn't yeah but the trailer it, i mean it's it I, yeah great it, trailer it, it, it? I just look, looked yeah. absolutely gorgeous it mm. uh, the trailer is of some uh uh, uh, someone on this like weird kind of spider bike thing going across this desert. Something else attacks them, and uh, it's yeah, it, it's quite. It, it looks very much like uh, kind of a bright version of Inside. Mm. I felt it can't, and the, that crossed with like, is it Sable? Yeah, is that yeah, the yeah. Game? yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that, that, that looked really nice. I thought Ark Raiders was another one that looked gorgeous. Um, this was less of an indie, but it's basically kind of a, a it's a big co-op shooter, but all the the uh, environments were a big nice bright outdoor environment it looked absolutely stunning in terms of you know graphically as well mm-hmm. i'm not sure i think that's from a studio who's done something previously i can't remember what but you know, art look really good plague tale requiem looked absolutely stunning yeah i can't wait for that i mean i love the first one is was that because I, I, I never played the first one i know i should it's on game pass and it's like the enhanced version and everything um am i right in thinking there was like zero combat in the first one um I, there okay. was um the only real combat was basically you directing the rats and you right. affecting other things in the environment. Uh, okay, because it looked like now the the player character is actually taking people on and battering them and stuff. Is that was that it a looks big... like a bit more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there there was like a, lots of yeah. But you basically used other things in the environment and the rats to do the combat versus instead of you, you yourself. But right. Yeah. yeah, I thought that looked absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, um, I also think Suicide Squad killed a Justice Squad looked yeah. uh, like immensely fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really did immensely fun. Um, so yeah, that's another one that's good. Um, also, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who's going to care, but the fact we're getting Space Marine 2 was a big deal. 
Yeah, that was a really good trailer. Except <laughs> I haven't played the first. Don't know anything about it, but it's a good trailer. Well, it's least. basically it's it's one of those like seven out of tens that just like a few people are like, holy fuck, remember Space Marine? What a good game! And we were supposed to get a sequel, but there was a I can't remember. It was some legal bullshit around like some. I think the publisher lost the license, and the developer still wanted to do it, but they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't make it work. Um, but yeah, the, the first one is it's just a really good sort of shooter slash melee game like it was just really good fun um like i know a load of people who are not, like now replaying it because they're excited about the new one so yeah i'm, oh, I'm cool. keen the last game right. was have a nice death which um it's kind of like a grace uh grayscale kind of yeah so black whites grays etc um side scrolling game i think some one of the descriptions said if it was uh hollow knight but as a roguelike it it looked really really fantastic oh, okay I missed this. I mean, I saw what the bosses in there. Yeah, but um, quite fast combat. So that looks like one to look out for as well. Am I right in thinking that James actually hated that when you said that description of it then? (laughs) James? I'm not terribly bothered. Yeah, really? (laughs) Okay. I just think one of your, like, describing a game as one of your favourites, but as a roguelike. I just imagine, (laughs) I I felt the force then. I felt the James Farley force. Where it just shifted for a moment. Um, okay. You're denying it, but I think I'm right. Yeah. So that was the Game Awards. And I'm sure it'll be back next year. And probably it'll still be four hours. But, you know, there is some interesting stuff that comes out of it. And so, yeah. Yep. It's good. For sure. Um, okay. Uh, some other bits and pieces that have happened this week. Uh, the creator of the NES and the Super NES, um, Masayo uh, Yumeru, has died. Uh, he was 78. Um, he began working on the Famicom in 1981, and uh, yeah, he he also worked on the Super NES and the NES Zapper, and he, he was produced Ice Climbers and the NES sports games. And um, yeah, it's funny, That's isn't true. it? I was going to say like, we we often you know we know like I know you know there's been this thing for years now of like why don't people know the names of more game developers? But actually, we know even fewer names of hardware developers and people who actually yes, build the machines. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. yep, and, and I'm yep. fully guilty of that. This isn't me being smug or anything. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a huge shame. Um, I mean, you know, wasn't like a, a NES guy at the time. Um, but yeah, the SNES was like a hugely like formative thing for me. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, regardless, it's uh, somewhat of a legend yeah, in the industry, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it is it, it, those consoles change the face of the industry. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, always sad to hear about these things for sure. Um, okay, I've got two bits of Halo Infinite-related stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is about 343 have warned people not to quick-resume the campaign if you're collecting the oh, armor. really? Yeah, if you're, armor, if you're collecting the armor cosmetics. Um, the reason is, is because if your Xbox loses connection with the Halo servers and you, can, you collect the cosmetics, they don't show up in your multiplayer inventory later. Um, okay. But apparently they're working on a fix for this. They said the safest thing is to like end your game, like in the session or whatever, and then you know restart again. I guess is that in game stuff? What do you mean? Like, is that do you do that just throughout the campaign? Because I don't think I've come across any collectibles like that. Have you not? There's they're all over the map. Yeah, it's there's like loads of lockers. And- yeah, there's like lockers where you like you've yeah you've they're just yeah they're, they're all over the place. Like, so you have these to, like lockers where you can. But you, but you have to go out of your way to get them. It's not just like you completed a chapter. Here's a helmet. Like it's no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. have to find them. Cool. It's, okay. um, it's because you know like there's a whole bunch. I mean we're going right. to get into this, but you yeah. know there's a whole bunch of collectibles in the game, and that's this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it okay. unlocks them for the multiplayer. 
I would just like to turn off Quick Resume for the entire game because not just camp, not just campaign, but for multiplayer as well. Like now, yeah, it just doesn't work in multiplayer. It's yeah. no point me just going back into it because say I'm offline. There's no way to re- there's no like reconnect mm. button, so I end up just like quitting the game and then restarting anyway. And I can remove it from they'll, Quick Resume, but I don't that, think that's a permanent thing. So yeah, yeah they, they've got to find a way of um, games that are connected to a server quickly recognizing they're no longer connected yeah. because it's a, a previous session and then quickly connecting mm-hmm. back yeah because um, you know Forza struggles with it here and there yeah. and yeah there's a few games that struggle with that but yeah you know quick resumes yeah amazing I, I mean i've been using it for the campaign um and i've really appreciated it because you just boot you back up again and you're exactly where you were before it's it's perfect for that mm-hmm. which is what quick resume is david so don't <laughs> sound like it's, it's yeah you quick resume for kind of only single player games is fantastic but for what these like live games where mm. you are constantly connected to servers it's just a bit just they'll a bit work annoying. something out they'll they'll iron that stuff out yeah they out. said 343 said they're already working on a fix you know to sort it out and if if you've collected these and they're not showing up they probably will do it after there's the fix has come out <laughs> probably you know, it's like okay. yeah. that's what you want to hear in it <laughs> yeah. uh, so then the other piece was that um Halo Infinite apparently was supposed to be significantly bigger than it is. So this was according to Bloomberg. So Jason Schreier has written a whole like piece that came out in the in the print version of the of like um like Bloomberg material, and apparently it was originally the idea was that it was going to be like Breath of the Wild. It was going to be like an absolutely gigantic like huge open world, um, but then they had to scale it back significantly because they were having a lot of technical problems with the tool set that they were using, which is called Favor. And they actually, apparently they considered switching to Unreal. Like, I mean, it didn't happen, but they they were thinking, you know, we need to scrap this and sort of start again and uh, do that. But uh, they didn't. And originally, apparently the, the multiplayer was going to launch in 2019 and the campaign last year in 2020. Um, but I mean, I'm sure that I see, I feel after playing this, you, you really get the impression of that. Because one of the complaints there's been about the game is that there's not that many environments. Probably mm. there were going to be a lot more, I'd imagine. Right. And, yeah. Pro- I think this stuff's going to get added later. Like, I think they're just going to keep iterating on this. Mm-hmm. I think. Right. Yeah. I've got. Yeah, I've got an opinion of that, but we'll we'll save that for later. I think. But you can certainly see like the Breath of the Wild kind of like influence in this game, like massively. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it gets it right in a lot of ways. It yeah. gets it wrong in quite a few ways as well. Really? But, um, okay. Yeah. I. I, I mean. I, as you say, the the uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like Breath of the Wild in that you can just stumble across these amazing moments. Mm-hmm. I've not seen any of that. Every everything I've stumbled across has kind of been just a group of enemies and nothing more. Whereas Breath of the Wild seemed to have a lot more. Uh, there's not, and you know, there's you, not a lot of whimsy there, re- is there? Of like, you know. no, and you 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 um, there's no whimsy. The, the the um, you know, the other thing with Breath of the Wild is that the more you discovered, the more it was about. For me, anyway, it was about finding these weapons that were incredible that I could keep onto for a long period of uh, a time. But in this, it kind of does feel that battle rifle is battle rifle, isn't it? And I know mm. they've got some modified weapons in there. Is that right? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of those. I mean, I, I've played this a lot <laughs> over the last couple of days. So I, I, I mean, shall we, it, shall so, we yeah. just get into it? Might as well. Let's just get into it. Let me, well, let me start with that point that I was going to make because why I decided to delay it is beyond me. So the main antagonist in this game, right? I don't know if that he or that character remains the main bad guy of the game throughout or not. But the moment I saw him and his speeches, and I'm, the more I see of him, I think 
oh, this is a just a little minor bad boss that <laughs> they're gonna then they're gonna release like the DLCs and stuff, or the you know put more into the campaign with bigger bosses. Like it, it reminds me a bit of Destiny. You know when mm. you play the like a first Destiny release mm. and you've got a bad guy to try and kill, but the bad guy you're trying to kill is a bit like yeah. Okay, <laughs> and it's not until the later expansion packs that you go, okay, now we're talking like that. That's what like this character feels mm-hmm. like. Um, but let's start with this. How much time have we all put into it, uh, Matt? I sadly barely any. I, I I'm up on the surface. Um, I've done like the 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 the, the mission after you went, I go up on the, the surface. Tower mission, yeah, yeah, that's about it. I uh, I think we might mention this on last week's show, but I was like. James, like, maybe I'll just pull all nighters. Maybe I'll just get it done before, you know, the game of the year. How good would that be? But then we obviously heard that it's actually not the same standard kind of eight to ten hour length of a Halo game. And then, you know, we've done loads of TCGS stuff in last week. We've had our Christmas parties, other things. I just haven't had the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Not a TCGS Christmas party. It sounded like we had a TCGS <laughs> Christmas party. There was no TCGS Christmas no. party. We, well, we did follow the guidelines. There was all the guidelines <laughs> were followed. And even if there was, even if there was, we didn't yeah. break any rules. Uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I just haven't... Yeah. I've just had, just had no time, unfortunately. Um, Sean? Sure. Uh, even less than Matt. Sorry. Um, so, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, same deal. Um, and then it was basically last night, obviously, when the, the quiz fell through, I was in a shit mood. I was like, right, I'm going to fucking play a bit of Halo. Um, so yeah, I'm mean, like, what, 90 minutes, something like that. Um, so yeah, I'm, all, You're all, on the surface, yeah, I'm on the surface and like just got the mission to do the tower. So yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, James. I've played a lot of this game. Uh, what? Like, as in hour wise. What, what I mean by that is I think we're probably around the same area now in the main story, David, I think. Who, me and you? Yeah. Cause I had a look on, okay. on the achievements and you seem to be about the same. This? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So you've done the guns and you're doing the spies. Yes. That's the yeah, where I want to. Yeah. That's a, but, yeah, that's a, but I've also like the first, you know, you know, like it's, basically divide into into islands mm. yeah uh, yeah yeah I've, it feels like that yeah i i've not really discovered the structure of it yet i've done all of the first island pretty much in terms of like okay. all, all the, right. like everything that's on that i've kind of unlocked and done and yeah I've, I've, I've spent much more time actually just exploring the map and just doing all of the side quests and stuff i've done ridiculous amount of that over the last weekend it's just yeah. I haven't smashed the side quest as much. I don't think. But well, by side quest, that... you mean like the forward operating bases and yeah, it's all that stuff. I mean, like you know, targets, like the upgrades that. that you get for your character. Like most of mine, are like fully yeah. upgraded now. Um, from oh, right. wow, from okay. doing that, it's yeah. There's a lot. Wow, of... you found a bunch of those um, Spartan cores. What they call Spartan cores? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So let's talk the major changes that have been made in this game. For starters, you know, obviously it's a little bit more open world. I wouldn't describe it as open world, um, but it is a little bit more open world than uh, the previous ones. And I think it really benefits from it. Um, Like, it's absolutely wonderful when you grapple hook onto a banshee and knowing that it's not going to do that usual Halo thing where you get to a door and suddenly you have to get out on foot because you can't, you know, (laughs) go any further in your vehicle Mm. like i've had things where i've gone right i'm gonna get a a banshee or a ghost and then i'm gonna park it like in back to the future two behind the bill back to the future one behind the billboard and put like the trees over the top of it because i think i know it's there once i've done this little bit i know that i could just jump back into a ghost or a banshee to get to the next bit i want to get to you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) uncover it and drive off um 
so I think that really benefits from it they, that you now upgrade Master Chief, which is what we were talking about earlier um, with finding these cores, which um, I think is a bit... I wonder how Halo purists think about it. Do you know what I mean? Because like the whole argument was you play on Heroic because it's perfectly you know uh, designed with the amount of health you've got with the shield system and everything for that sort of combat at that level but uh, in here now you can upgrade your like you can as an option you can upgrade your shield that feels a bit weird and it does make a significant difference as well these upgrades does it really yeah it really see, does yeah. see i haven't i think i've only upgraded my shield once and maybe i need to do it's, that more then it's the shield upgrade but more than anything for me has been the grappling hook upgrade because once you've got that uh, like the full like full upgrades on that it, you can wreck anything with that it's incredible like it's and it's what do you mean it, wreck it like you could well because you can use it as like an offensive weapon like pretty much like by oh uh, yeah I've been doing that because what you can do like if you've if you upgrade it to like the fourth level I think it's fourth or fifth level whatever it is it's like you can like grapple onto somebody and then like you press the melee button at the same time and then you do like this massive explosive like hit like more than just like a, a regular one and what's yeah. really cool about that is that then also it call like the cooldown is is like reduced massively so you can chain it sometimes like if you time it right you can chain it so the really <laughs> You're just zipping about the place just whacking people basically yeah <laughs> like, but also like some of the Wicked. some of the like really difficult enemies like they become much less difficult because you can just yeah you can just like chain attack them basically which is it's really cool like when you do it I'm surprised you know, by how good the grappling hook is because I think when they showed it off that first time I think the main reaction was we've had grappling hooks in games before and okay fine but for some reason they've it just feels fantastic yeah, in this it's, doesn't it it's brilliant especially said, and for climbing as well because you can you can get up any surface pretty much especially like once the cooldown yeah. has been like upgraded because you know even if you fall back as you're going up there's enough time to like grapple up further so you can just sort of like yeah. keep just like you know throwing it up and then get higher and higher I and was higher. really it's... surprised with that because I come across like a really steep cliff right and I was thinking oh this is how they stop you from just going <laughs> wherever you want by grappling onto things but no but there was enough like ledges on that cliff to just work out how to climb up it <laughs> yeah. and it was like this is fucking fantastic <laughs> it feels so good and more importantly when your shield pops and you're completely surrounded, just like zipping out of there like Spider Man is, is is such a great yeah. feeling. And, and like picking so, up those like um like the plasma cores mm. or whatever the other one is. Yeah. Like if you see one across the room, you can like you can you know you grab that and, and then yeah, throw yeah. that an enemy. Yeah, that, that feels awesome. I mean, I I, I can't. Have, some of the weapons I'm not a huge fan of, but I if I see one of those things I can pick up and lob an enemy, I'd rather go for that than use like the alien plasma pistol. But you can also, I mean, the other thing that's cool is you can use the grappler to like pick up weapons as well. Like, and there's been a couple of times where I've been like up against it, and my gun, I've run out of weapons, and then you just like, oh, there's one over across the other side of the room, and you can just like, <laughs> just like grab it. It's it's very yeah, it's brilliant. It's really good. On, on the subject the of th- um, of uh, sorry, on, on subject of heroic, I mean, I've typically always played these games single player first, and playing on heroic, I felt that was like the great, the, the best mixture of of seeing the AI at its best and actually 
being able to progress. I thought like the, the, each skirmish was really satisfying and and really well done on that difficulty. But um, I, I even that first kind of named boss you see at the at the elevator before you get up, the, up on the surface, I'm like, fucking hell, this this guy is destroying me. Yeah, it was tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna change the difficulty when I get up on the surface. This is too. Uh, if I play a whole game like this, it'll be like a seventy or hundred hour game for me. <laughs> yeah. So I I did knock it down to normal once I got back on up on the surface because it was just although I did get past that that boss and. Uh, if I had if I had opportunity, I may have like kind of changed the difficulty back down to normal for that boss. But no, I'm glad I got through that. But that's yeah, too exactly much what I did, Matt. Because it was it was it was doable. But then I was just thinking, I don't really want to spend the entire game doing this because yeah. it will not for, be for fun. For that one boss, you know? I was like, okay, just basically a couple of shots, running around in circles. I mean, I'm not in the end. I think I did it with like a flow grenades, and then I yeah, I just zoomed out of there and and got lucky with some other like shots, but. Yeah, in that one particular environment, I was like running out of ammo. I didn't have a great gun anyway. I was just, yeah, it was a bit stressful and non heroic. It was just a bit, it wasn't as fun for me. So I'm much happier now that I have turned it down to normal. Definitely. But this, this is also one of the other things that I slightly don't like about the game, which is the boss battles. I, I find them irritating. Mm. Like the, the, uh, the one with the, the one with the arms was pretty good, wasn't it? <sighs> I don't want to spoil it, but the one with the arms was, I thought that was pretty cool. I just, I know, but I, you see, the, the most fun I've had in this game so far has been just going around the map, like doing those forward bases and stuff like that, and like capturing places. Yeah, for sure. And like cutting around and doing that. That's been the best fun. But then when it's been the single, like when it's just been the, the mission stuff, and it's it becomes a lot more, well, so far it's become a lot more sort of narrow and a lot more sort of like this is corridors again. Those those boss battles are irritating in, in confined spaces. It, I just didn't enjoy them so much. I'm trying to think. Um, have, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see if they open that up a bit with some certain boss battles later on. I mean, I've only done what like three or four bosses. There's not, you know, it's not the game's not peppered with them. Um, I was going to say, is, I, have, have boss battles been a thing consistently in yes, Halo? Yeah, the, in, in yeah, the last okay. since three four three started right. making them they, they've really okay. leaned into them i mean okay. although you do have like on the map one of the things you do have is you do have like these like targets that you can take down you know they're like mm-hmm. particular like um oh yeah yeah like the high value the targets is that it? yeah they're, they're basically yeah. high value targets that you have to try and take down and what's i mean that's quite good because you can approach them in any way that you like you know like from any direction like with any weapon set or whatever and you can bring marines along as well if you want you know if you want to want help but then it's like um the the cool thing with that is then it unlocks like extra weapons as well, which are like they've all got like custom weapons that you can then um you know use like yourself like in the campaign, which is pretty good. Yeah, she um uh oh god, how do I say stuff without spoiling it? <laughs> Your AI friend um can copy them, can't? Uh, and that that's how they yeah they return back to your bases that you open up. I mean, what what one thing that has <laughs> I've really enjoyed about this. It's just the character around it as well. I think they've absolutely nailed the grunts in this. Oh, are, are yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, some people, I can see why some people find the grunts irritating or whatever. I don't think that's a common opinion. I, I, I think I everyone's say they sort were of had a soft spot I, for grunts. I, I was going to say, I, I do sometimes feel a bit fucking cruel. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're supposed to. You're totally supposed to. But, yeah. but in this, 
that they do, like honestly I can't think of a better enemy in a game than the grunt <laughs> they're really funny because like, some of the dialogue is so, so good fun. lines when they ki- when you fucking when they kill you some of the quotes they come out with <laughs> are just hilarious I mean it's embarrassing enough being killed by a grunt it's usually a stray bullet at the end yeah. of a battle and and but they, one of them just went oh it's a big day for me <laughs> I was like this is that I, I was like yeah, I am accidentally victorious in the <laughs> <laughs> which was really good all that stuff all oh, that stuff is did, it's absolutely wonderful did you get the one where I, I killed one like I killed like one of the enemies and then I heard one of the grunts say I never got to say how I felt like this which is <laughs> that's, that's so good <laughs> that's so good um, yeah and then they react to each other dying like yeah. oh you got a grunt or is it you know all that sort of stuff all that's great also the introduction of your uh, your the soldiers is just fantastic I mean I had a moment where I'd unlocked a base. I, I was going for a high value target. I got into, you know, the vehicle where it's got loads of seats that y- you can bring loads of um, uh, soldiers along yeah, with like you. The, it's like the, and, the much larger warthog, isn't it? Yeah, they're all chatting amongst themselves as we're driving down. Then I noticed they've all got rocket launchers. And it was hilarious because I drove past a group of enemies and I just saw about 12 rockets fly out from the vehicle towards this this group of enemies and they just got absolutely blown to pieces. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, it, that sort of stuff is very much like um, a compliment thrown towards Far Cry games, right? Where, yeah, it's an open world, and it can be very unscripted with things, and I feel that this captures that game, that side of that game, quite well. Where you know there are moments where I'm using a ghost to completely wipe out a, a, um, a base or whatever, and then all of a sudden an elite jumps from the mountain behind me and knocks me off the ghost and starts using it to try and kill me and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it is filled with those moments as well, and. It, it, I mean, it adds all this stuff and we've gone through all this stuff, but I think deep down, the one thing it nails more than anything else is that original feeling of Halo. Yeah. And, it really you know, does. I was talking, I was talking, before this game was shown off, I was talking about how I wanted Halo to be completely different this time around. They want, I wanted them to tear it away. And my biggest disappointment with the reveal is just how much it looked like Halo. Mm. But I, th- you know, I think maybe I still hold that opinion that maybe Halo should try to be something different. But when you're playing this and thinking, no, they've absolutely fucking nailed it in the best possible way, that's when I go, uh, does it matter that much that well, they've no, gone back to see, it if they've nailed it this well? But then I also think with the upgrade system that they've added to this, I think it is a positive, actually. And I think it does change things up quite significantly in the way that you play the game. And it's it's made it feel so much fresher to me um, than I thought it was going to. I was not expecting to really like this game, but I've I've been in a situation where every evening when I've played this, I've thought, okay, I'm just going to play this for an hour or whatever, and I've ended yeah, up playing for like three it. hours or whatever, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I I've yeah. been going to bed like ridiculously late every. I mean, Chen's fed up. I'm sleeping in the I'm sleeping on the sofa tonight because she's just like, please don't like wake me up again at like two in the morning or whatever <laughs> from playing this but i've just had such a good time playing it i'm i tell you what's really strange about it 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 reminds me probably just again this is just the open world sort of thing but it reminds me of go to tsushima actually in in terms of like mm. the structure of how like the islands are laid out and also the kind of like activities and the tasks that you have to do it's really similar like to that but then also it's probably similar to far cry which i've not played so that's probably the um i don't know i mean you've never you, played you've, a far cry no i've never really no, I haven't. 
I've not really been that bothered to. Um, but mm, it's enough. just this feels so good. The combat in this just feels so good. It's just it's got that. You know, if you look at the map and there's just there's so many ways to get distracted, and I just keep on just thinking, okay, I'll do this, I'll do this base or whatever, and then I'm done for the evening. And then it's like, then you you've done it, and you're like, well, you know, there's some things just over there I could go and deal with yeah. as well. I'm, I'm close you know? enough to this, and I am in a vehicle. Yeah. So well, I, <laughs> I've had the same situation, James, where I've sat down for half an hour and just gone, oh, I'm gonna fucking like, like it's two hours got have gone by, and I'm like, what? How has that happened? And Joe said to me this morning, she went, every time I've come into the front room, you're playing this bloody game. Yeah. And it is like every spare half an hour I've got, I've gone, well, we're having lunch in about half an hour. I haven't really got anything to do, so I'll just whack Halo on for half an hour <laughs> and I'm playing that. It's It's been so, yeah, I found myself so compelled to just keep going and not necessarily like mainline for the the story either every now and then it is just kind of like there's something on the map let's go over there and see what it is and and go and uh you know get into a bit of a scrap or whatever um and sometimes you know it's funny because the amount of times i've just come unstuck where i've been like oh i'll just go over there and do that mission and then all of a sudden i'm surrounded by everything kicking off Mm. you know ghosts and brutes and all this sort of stuff oh and then she goes she goes oh there's reinforcements coming in you're like oh yeah and you're like oh for fuck's sake (laughs) i've got to find a weapon quick um yes it is good and it constantly feels like i'm on my toes while playing it you know i've got really got to focus in during the combat it just feels really good but okay i've got something for you james Let's let's go back to our favourite way of reviewing games. Yeah? Go on. Gameplay. Brilliant. Right? <laughs> music. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's very in good. my opinion. Yeah, I think the music yeah. is absolutely fantastic in it's this game. It's proper dread as well sometimes, like what comes in from yeah. that. You know, when it's like that really mm. heavy beats that start and you're just like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah. And then sometimes and it's, it's just <laughs> like sort of plinky plonky piano music yeah. while you're in a big battle as well. It just like captures it perfectly. Um uh, longevity <laughs> seems to be going well, yeah. right? Graphics, absolutely, absolute dud. In my, in my really? Opinion. Yeah, it doesn't look great. It's all right. I mean, it I, really I, doesn't. It's not bad. bad. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. It just doesn't look stunning. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I say it doesn't also, look great. Have you had any like lockups at all, David? Because I have. No, like when I've played no it, I've, I've had a couple of times. I've it's happened to me three times where I've been like playing, oh, and then suddenly like, it's just frozen. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, what's going on here? And then it, but then it starts again after about. Yes, no, I had that once. That's yeah, because yeah, I thought it had crashed. Yeah, but it hadn't. It, it was just obviously struggling to load something. But um, yeah, I had that once. But visually, uh, it's, it's but fine. No, I, I mean, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. But it doesn't feel like a you know, this is a new. You know what I mean? I, I you know, Halo Guardians when I played that, which was awful. <laughs> but when I played that, it was I was I thought, wow, this looks stunning. I'm playing this and not. I don't think once I've gone, this looks stunning. Mm. I, I um, think I have um, just because of some of like the uh, the art direction. I think it has been fantastic when you're in kind of a standard kind of base with tunnels and whatnot. I think that's really really impressive. But the, I think the art direction kind of saves it. It's not a. It's not something like you've got to see Halo. You've got to see the graphics on it. So I think it's one mm. of them games. And, and, yeah, and the, the art direction is probably yeah, less but... impressive actually. The the art direction can be maintained with things looking sharp. I mean, the trees in this just look like they're taken yeah, out this, of like Halo Four or something. <laughs> this is you know? why I'm saying the art direction kind of saves the less than incredible visuals and kind of elevate and, and, and makes it look great, in my opinion, because of the art direction. I mean, I know they oh, I couldn't know. do this, but this is why it's a shame. I think that this wasn't just like an Xbox Series exclusive, like mm. just and 
they'd have just gone for that. Because I'm sure this is because of the limitations of the like Xbox One. You know, they, they were still yeah, shooting but, for that. I guess. But then we've seen crossover games like, say, for example, Forza Horizon, mm. which looks yeah. absolutely incredible on the X. Like, That's true. And yeah. Still running on the One. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's I'm a bit sure. of that. Is there as much? The fact is, you know, it's had a long old development. Yeah. Yeah, their say. tools don't sound great as as you mentioned earlier, James, in that story. Mm. So it's probably a whole whole host of reasons why it, it doesn't look as good as we, we may potentially have hoped. Do you think they're going to build the on this though? Still, though? Oh, a hundred percent. Because in terms like of that, what it? content, I think in, oh, see, God, I think yeah. there's going to be more campaign stuff is going to come. Because yeah, oh, mm-hmm. I, I'm almost certain of it. I mean, it, unless it dramatically changes who the bad guy is, then yeah, I think it's going to be. They, uh, there's th- th- be loads there was of stuff a, I think the other day, like where is like ha- ha- Halo Infinite, the Endless was like patented or that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, okay, yeah. is this the first DLC? Blah blah blah. I mean, I, I'm not sure if they've used these exact words, but it does definitely feel like this could be a platform for See, you know, the next ten years of Halo, etc. I'm wondering if it's going to be like a Destiny kind of thing, you know, where there's just going to be like new seasons mm. of stuff, basically. That there is do. a lot of Destiny in this, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at the mission structure, it, it, there is like, oh right, okay, high but, high value targets <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. But isn't it nice being able to? I mean, I'm saying this, you know, having barely played it, but the idea of having a game that feels like Destiny, but I'm going through a map and actually impacting what that map looks like and actually changing things is yeah. like yeah. really appeals yeah. because obviously you never get that with destiny because it. it's a persistent yeah. world and, and what have you like you you know you go in you do missions and stuff and like yes story events unfold but the world never really changes apart from when massive bits of it disappear um but yeah the, the idea of actually having some sort of material effect on what the world looks like or you know who controls what yeah, or whatever. What as I, I go can see is, happening is, cool. is that one of the big criticisms I read in reviews and, and you two both said as well is you know, the lack of discovery or lack of cool things. And you do, apparently, you know, there's a whole massive map to explore and you do, oh, no, no, there's enemies around here, that's something, but there's no real mysteries. I could see them right. just updating it and then, oh, no, suddenly mm-hmm. there are like weird things happening on the map and everyone's like, hang on, are you playing Halo Infinite at the moment? There's suddenly all these weird structures <laughs> that appeared on the map and I can see them doing stuff that feels like public events mm. or feels almost like an ARG maybe in many ways, but it's just something they've kind of patched in because this feels like a platform. It feels like something to yeah. build on yeah, for yeah, the future. Or just like a little cave that you go down and experience a whole little story that you never would have experienced, you know, mm. stuff like that. That's what I want. There yeah. are some brilliant um, bits though. Like, do you know, you know, the, uh, the first time that I went across the bridge from like one area to another and there was like yeah. on the other side of the bridge, you know, there was like, there's like that blockade basically of like, forces yeah. and then you take them on and then they all like as i started to like beat them they all ran away and it was just brilliant it's just like, yeah, watching them just, like running, running away and yeah. this is great yeah 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 yeah. all that stuff it, i mean and you know all that stuff felt straight out of halo combat evolved because you know that's what happened that's what made that game so fun you know you could hit a jackal work they weren't in halo one but you could you could um shoot at grant or whatever and then they freak out and run off and they're shivering in the corner and it's all in this you know also it's uh i also think the voice acting for master chief's very good in this one like just the it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's all just one word answers but the way say, it's delivered is always, very good yeah like has he always like he's quite unintent well He's not in t- trying to be funny, but the writing I feel is trying to be quite funny, even with him yeah. this time. Has that always been a thing? 
Yes, I think so. Yeah, uh, it's just more so this really? time. It feels like yeah. I, I just think, in, just yeah. in terms of being like really sort of like you say this sort of stoic, super like, dry, yeah, yeah, like dry sort of hero. Um, but like it's like, hit, maybe it's a, a like hitman. It always mm. is. You know, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I fucking love that line. Yeah, the missions change; they always do. Yeah, yeah. there is something about the writing that makes me laugh because it, it it does feel. I don't know if you feel the same, but it does feel. You know how you see like sometimes you see like Halo fans put a picture of Master Chief up with a quote next to it, like yeah. it, and it's like a cool name, yeah. like <laughs> you know, hey, apply this to life type thing. You know, <laughs> it feels like they've just written a billion of those and yeah. tried to put as many in as possible. You know, what I mean? also, have you come across the propaganda towers? Because they're really funny. Yes. You know? Yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Especially and not only the propaganda chat towers, but the speakers that, you, that you're not supposed to blow up. Yeah. But the speakers where the grunts are just shouting shit over a microphone. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> so funny. Me personally, I, I, I think like, yeah, the, the voice actor is great, but I can't, every time I hear him say something, I just can't not think about the cameo. They did what you mentioned about a computer game show. Always well, said, thanks, thanks for living it, guys. Exactly. Like, I, every single line, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that dude that, you know, I can even, like, see the cameo in my mind when he does, when Master Chief's reciting a line. So that's kind of, kind of ruined it for me. The other thing, Dave, have you picked up many of the audio logs, like, around? Yeah. Yeah. Because they vary, they vary in quality massively. Like really? I felt. Yeah, they do. Like they some do. of them. I they... thought it was pretty cool. The first one you pick up, like the, the, like a few hours in, the first time you pick one up, and I'm not going to spoil it. There's, there's yeah, the some really good. good. The best, I mean, yeah. the best ones are they do vary. the ones that are from the banished. I think they're because they're, they're, I've picked up these ones that are just like grunts, like that are, it's their diary or whatever of what's going on, and it's it sounds really <laughs> funny, which is great. Uh, but then, and there's it, a nice like, user experience thing that they've added in there where you can like press X to just collect it or hold down X to listen to it, mm-hmm. like unlike just oh how okay, I've, you collected an audio log in any other game and you had to basically just stop and stand still and listen to it. Here you can. Deal with what you would deal with, with, come back, listen to it later, or listen to it there if you feel like you, you want to. So I think that's a nice little added extra. But some my, of them, my I think favorite game for. You know, sorry, go on. I was going to say, some of them are a bit variable. Like some of them really sound like they've been recorded in the recording studio. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a sort of echo in the background. <laughs> my, my favorite, right, uh, for audio logs is The Division 2. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. Did yeah. you ever listen to it? Hilarious. It was like <laughs> you'd pick one up and it would be like. Hey, Gary, have you heard about this virus? <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it. <laughs> hey, what's that cough? What are you, are you cough in there, Gary? Yeah, it's just a cough. <laughs> Gary? Gary? <laughs> it's Gary? like, fucking hell, we right. Do you know what, what amazes me is that Borderlands 2 took the piss out of that, and that was years ago. There was, like, there was this one character where you, like, you, you know, you like, you get into his... Like his shack or whatever, and there's like all these audio logs everywhere. And like you play the first one, it's like quite long. And he's like, and he's going, Oh, you know, like we've moved to Pandora, me and my wife, and we've set up this house. Oh, it's going to be incredible. And he's like really happy. And then the next one is literally two seconds long. He just goes, Well, my wife's dead. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the division was playing that like for real, and it was (laughs) really bad. Um, okay, uh, maybe. Maybe that's enough of Halo. For I'm now, aware yeah, we're really going to be good talking though, about it? it next week. It's, it's really yeah, good. I should, yeah, like even the the little bit I've played, I've enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, I'm really yeah. excited to play. Like, you know, that session was short because it got to like 1am. I was like, if I don't stop now, like as the open world stuff is really 
um you know opening up then i'm fucking doomed so i had to just stop and and call it a night but yeah i'm really excited to get back yeah to i it. can't wait to play more yeah of it. i mean I, I was enjoying it st- almost straight away like this just feels like halo should feel and i don't think i really felt like guardians straight away or even any point during the game but something about those opening opening two hours i'm like, okay this this feels like it's the halo i've enjoyed and, and that was probably before getting into the open world stuff which I've, i'm really only at the start of so i'm interested to know how the open world stuff that you've talked about which sounds really awesome it kind of coalesces and works with the kind of standard halo missions and how that works the story so i can't wait to to dive in and play more see i've, I've just I, I just ignored the story for quite a long time and just went off exploring and just did tons yep, of I that think that's what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> i'm not really interested in the story i never I mean, have that, been that's good that you feel like it hasn't forced you to get into the story missions and you can just go out now and do no, what you i want. mean mm. occasionally the ai keeps on saying Hey, should we go and have a look at that dig that's been that the, <laughs> that they're doing? And should we like, save no, the planet? So I'm all right. I've got just got some other things to do. That you, I, I think that though, right? Because the AI has got a lot of personality in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, let's call her the weapon because that's how it's like referred to in at least the subtitles. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> like, well, it's not, is it? Because Okay, um, so the, the weapon uh, is quite, you know, I, a lot of personality in that character. Yeah, but it works. And I just think, right, it works, but I instantly think that's an AI, right? Mm-hmm. It's an artificial intelligence. It's been designed to be like that, right? So I just kind of think, what if the person that gets that AI, what if they don't like that? Like, what's going on? What's going on? What, what are you not telling me? Like, they go, what, who designed it this way? Like, well, shut the fuck up and do your job. You're an AI. You're code. Hey, look at this. And when she does the, the what is it, the Nintendo Switch Direct Snap, like the click of the yeah, fingers yeah, when yeah. she's like hacking into stuff. Like, what if the person goes, that's really annoying. Can you stop that? <laughs> just, just stop it. Be being so smug about how you can hack things really yeah I, I mean it doesn't annoy me but i can imagine a, a super soldier saying hold on a minute i'm not i didn't sign up for this can you just code it to tone the sass down please uh, <laughs> i think she's go. got just okay, the right that's... amount of sass i think it's good you know? <laughs> i'm sure you do um, <laughs> right that's halo infinite um i'm t- i'm have a think who should i call on next <laughs> to talk about what they've been playing this week i'm just trying to how about Ooh. sean oh, let's wow. go with sean oh my god this week blimey i know um look at this uh started playing it takes two with my wife good game wasn't it? very game good really enjoying it game um i mean let's face it there's going to be a conversation about this next week so i won't go into loads of detail um I, like I know you were saying, like the story's shit. Um, I mean, I've I've been enjoying the dialogue enough, um, but really? but the yeah, that's quite funny. Um, I think by the but, end, by the end, Sean, my main feeling hmm. was, I hope these two people never are well, happy is, again. <laughs> I don't like either it. of them. Yeah, and because the, the yeah, that that was my only complaint is that it's just that super harmful like Hollywood trope, isn't it, of the kid getting yeah. the the uh, feuding parents back together. It's like no, they don't get on. It's not a realistic thing to sort of put across to children that if you just wish hard enough. Mummy and Daddy will get back together. Like it's a like a really shitty thing to do. So I mean I don't know how it ends, but 
I yeah, just certainly initially, I'm just like, no, they're doing this like 80s, 90s kids film thing, and it's like genuinely fucked it's a lot just, of people. It's up. just like, more that it's just my my point is more that they're just two completely unlikable characters. <laughs> like I, you know, I, yeah. I, no, at no point was I rooting for either of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that kind of yeah. but that that story did, does go some really weird and unexpected places though. So oh, okay. through the playing. book yeah. throughout the whole game. Through <laughs> through the book. Yeah, I wanted that book. Every time that book showed up, I was like, eee. yeah, I quite, yeah, I quite <laughs> like the book. I'm all right with him. It's like you've got time for that book. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, as I say, I think probably this is coming up next week. So how far into it are you? I mean, we're only we got to the bit where you meet. Um, uh, is it the squirrels in the tree and they want you to get yeah. rid of the wasps uh, and then we okay. called it a night there so you've seen some amazing stuff though right? oh, God, like yeah, graphically yeah. it's absolutely like mind-blowing in play you're yeah. not mind-blowing but there's like you're like i didn't expect this to look so good yeah man i think that was the yeah it's, the it's genuinely beautiful yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it's and it's been nice like obviously um like my wife doesn't play a lot of games um so it's like it's really good about how often it reminds you of like the controls and stuff um, because yeah. obviously, because I'm a dick, I just run off and I know what jump is and I probably guess what dash is and I assume there's a, a double jump and, and all the rest of it. Like I just sort of in- instinctively know those things where she doesn't. Um, and obviously I, I sometimes forget that just because she's done something five times, it doesn't like, you know, like the, uh, like doing like the ground pound attack or whatever. That to me, that's just like, oh, there's a ground pound in this. Of course, like, you're right, fine. Then that's just, you know. That just flicks a switch in my head that I know that's a thing, whereas she will forget. Um, but there's enough prompts to remind her. Um, so it hasn't I'm been... I'm really interested to see how she gets on because it does get tough in places, this game. Mm. No, I can imagine because there's already been... I mean, some of the... The boss fight with the Hoover was okay. The one with the toolbox was a bit of a struggle. Um, yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, yeah, it's been all right so far. I had a cool. really nice time. Obviously, I did that, like when I suggested to her that we were going to play it. I might have said this last week, but I was like, "Please don't read into the fact that it's about a couple that are splitting <laughs> up." And <there's>, yeah, <laughs> I just thought it'd be a nice thing for us to do together. And so far, it has been so um, good. Uh, the main one I've played this week is I finally played Backbone. Um, so this was the one. So I streamed the um, the prologue, the demo of it, a while back when I was doing the Animal Detective series. So this was I'd been following the devs on on Twitter for a long time, and I was really excited about this coming out. And this was this was like the reason I wanted to do the um, the Animal Detectives series, um, and because um, you know, sort of having been interested in Backbone, I was like, hang on, this is like a whole genre in, on a, in and of itself why is that like it's just a really odd thing that yeah there's loads of games where you play as a detective and also everyone's animals um and then yeah and then it came out like initially so it's always been on game pass but initially it was pc only and then it more recently came to consoles um but then it just came to the xbox at a time when other stuff was coming out and it sort of it fell down the list and i finally got around to it the, the other reason i didn't rush to it was the reception to it was fairly mixed. Um, like a lot of the reviews and sort of, you know, comments on Steam or whatever, like a lot of people really liked it, but they all talked about the fact that sort of towards the end, it takes a massive like tonal shift, right? Um, well, not, yeah. not even tonal shift, but just the the story goes somewhere like really fucking weird 
and like if you went in just wanting like a you know like a noir detective story like it's it's certainly like well out of the the realms of that right um and a lot of people didn't like that whereas i feel like having had some time to sort of see that reaction and process it and go in knowing that that's a thing really like i so it didn't really bother me like i had a great time playing this um i mean i say a great time it's very melancholy and quite sad you know it's quite quite depressing in a lot of ways it's the basic setup is you play as howard lotor who is a raccoon um in a supposedly it's set in vancouver but for reasons you'll discover as you play it that's I don't know how true that is, um, but it's like 2D yeah. side on, um, uh, you know, sort of ostensibly a detective game where you, you know, it starts off with the typical like woman turns up and she like she thinks her husband's cheating on her, um, and and it, it already you get a sense of like the tone of it right because she's not even really worried that he's cheating on her. She's just like, look, I've got two kids. I've got a third on the way. I'm filing for divorce. I just need some evidence. Like, I just want fucking rid, right? And you're like, okay, this is all a bit sad already. Um, and it gets way sadder. <laughs> but it's the way that it... Like, you know, and, and the bulk of the gameplay is just you walking left to right, talking talking to people, occasionally picking up items, but it's not really, like, there's no puzzles to speak of. I wouldn't call it, like, a point-and-click adventure game. It is more sort of interactive fiction in that you are just having conversations with people, making dialogue choices. Um, there's nothing to figure out as such. Um, and the choices you make, like, the, it doesn't really affect the outcome overall, but it's... But the dialogue system is just fantastic. It's, I mean, again, it's your standard, you know, someone says something, you have three, four options to choose from, you say something back, then they say something and, you know, um, standard stuff. But it's the way it's written so convincingly that, like, you hardly ever get that feeling of, like, right, well, I'm in this this sort of conversation menu. Here's, like, three or four points I can say, whereas if I say that bottom one, it's going to take me to a different conversation tree. Like, you know, and... There's just no sense of that. It all, like, even though the op, like, the meaning behind some of those options will remain the same. Like, you'll say one thing, and then one of the options, one of the conversation options, options remains open, but it'll be rephrased to sort of react to what the other person just said, which just makes it all feel so much more like a natural conversation. Yeah, um, it, so yeah. it sounds like it feels less like okay, I'm a I'm a video. I, I play games. I know how these four exactly. answers yeah. will lead me to a next part. It feels yeah. like you're just seeing the the making and the working behind the actual conversation. Exactly, and like and sometimes it's just like a regular conversation. Yeah, and, and without any signposting. And this will sound like it would be frustrating, but it, it it works. Like you can say you can accidentally just piss someone off, and they'll just be like, "Look, sorry, fuck off. I don't want to talk to you or whatever." And you're just like. Okay, that wasn't really signposted, but maybe I should have guessed that what I just said was going to upset them or whatever. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just so, like, the writing is just so sophisticated. As I say, if you can bear this sort of massive shift towards the end, which obviously I can't spoil. Um, and, like, it deals quite well with, um, so there's all, yeah, there's, there's all different species of, like, anthropomorphic animals, right? So, as I say, you're a, um a raccoon um which is is made very clear is considered like the bottom of the rung like it's it's this like deeply 
sort of racist like hierarchical society right where literally like certain species aren't allowed certain jobs right um and stuff like that and they're like and the apes are all the way up at the top um and it's it's just really cool to see a world like this portrayed in a way that like like generally you know when you get fiction where it's like you know they're people but also animals it's like some sort of completely ignore the fact that they're all different species and and some go down this weird route of like no like cats behave this way or dogs behave this this way mice behave this certain way whereas this sort of makes a point of being like no they're all just people it's just this this bullshit hierarchy that's just sort of been put upon them um and yeah, and like you playing as a as a raccoon, like you have to deal with people being racist towards you. Um and it's, you know, and like I sort of read up on, you know, some like you know, reviews from like people of colour who've played this. And they're just like, yeah, it's this it sort of really like conveys really well this sort of weariness you get where like, yeah, every time someone's racist to you, you have the option to be like, fuck you, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, but more often than not you just have to shrug it off and you feel like shit. And it was just, yeah, it was just a really interesting experience. Like, because it happens so often where, like, people you've helped as well, like, people you think you've formed a real bond with, and then they'll they'll end a conversation with, like, yeah, do you know what? You're not bad for a striper, which, you you know, you realise quite early on is, is a, a horrible, like, a racist term for raccoons. And it's just, yeah, it's just really beautifully written. Um, it, It's about... It's an interesting way of doing it isn't it yeah it's i mean it's about three or four hours long um like there's moments in the soundtrack are absolutely gorgeous like the the visuals are beautiful um i, yeah, I would really recommend it's it fantastic yeah it's it's really good um if you can stomach the ending which i mean you'll only find out if you play it um yeah i liked it a lot backbone cool it's on game pass um when I saw that in your list, I mm. thought you were going to talk about the iOS controller. <laughs> well, this is the thing, yeah, because it's if you try and search for stuff about the game, and it's like, yeah, here's the controller. Do you want to? <laughs> Which... yeah, you've got to search Backbone Game. Yes. Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, comes up. I do. I want that controller, but it's iOS only, isn't it? Truly, really um, you got an iPad in your? I don't think it does it work with iPads. I don't think it, it expands wide enough. I don't know. I think yeah, isn't it is. supposed to just clip on? I don't think you could do that as an iPad. No, yeah. no, it's not an iPad. No. Yeah, I've got uh, Razer Kishi, enough. but I would like to try a Backbone because I hear it feels better as a controller. It does look and it's lovely. Got kind of, it's got a kind of OS built in where you can quickly clip videos and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm um, not gonna spend a hundred quid nice. on another controller. I don't even really use the first one as much. Yeah, fair dues. Um, the only one, the only other one I've played, and this will be a quick one because I've I've not spent a huge amount of time on it. Uh, this is After the Fall. Um, this is a Quest Two game, but I believe it's also PC and PSVR with full crossplay. Um, yeah, this is a. I mean, it's yeah, lazy comparison, but it's it's Left for Dead, right? It's for, <laughs> for people in VR. Um, you know, making their way through levels, shooting zombies, picking up items um and it's yeah so i've i've done like the the first sort of proper mission in it but only on my own um what was really cool was i i was worried that it was going to be like it's four player co-op like play with other people or forget it um but i've so far had a perfectly good time playing with ai um it's just it's it's weird because on the one hand there's nothing 
you know, because we're still at that point with VR where sometimes a game will come out where it's like, there's nothing remarkable ab- about this. It's just a good version of something you're already familiar with, but in VR, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's fine. Like, that's enough. Like, it's <laughs> um, like it just feels really good, like making your way through like apartment building and stuff and like, you know, sort of neatly headshotting the zombies as you make your way through. And like, and there's, you know, sort of cool little uh, bits where, you you know, you, you think you're sort of, waltzing your way through an area and like ah oh, this isn't too bad and then just oh shit like 10 of them have just come out the fucking wall um and suddenly you're having a bit of a panic and yeah so playing on your own you have ai teammates who are perfectly competent there's all um you know they have sort of little vocal like call outs um and stuff so they tell you when they're reloading they tell you sort of roughly what they're going to do if they're going to throw a grenade or whatever um so it's cool that all that stuff is there like if you did want to play it solo um but I'm yeah. I know a couple of friends who've got it, so I'm really looking forward to playing it with them. Yeah, I mean, it's, Left 4 Dead would you'd have AI on there, but it was yeah, not. I mean, it doesn't matter how good the AI is, isn't it? If it, it, that game's all about playing with your mates, true. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how much better it is when you yeah. you know the people that are walking around with you. Absolutely, and it'd be funny to like to play them. with friends and like turn the difficulty up a bit as well, because like there was a few. There's a few bits where it got tough in that first mission, but obviously not. It's like literally the first mission, and I sort of had it on the standard difficulty. Whereas, like, yeah, playing it with friends and sort of enforcing a bit more tension by like turning the difficulty up would probably be really good fun as well. Um, it's just and like again, it's you know just those funny situations that you get because it's in VR that you wouldn't get in in Left 4 Dead for example where you just like there's loads of zombies on you and you're trying to reload your gun and because you're panicking you're fucking dropping the clip on the floor and then realizing <laughs> it was literally your last clip so you're having to like fucking crouch in real life and like grab it like scramble around on the floor oh fuck there it is grab it put it in pull the thing back and just yeah really good really enjoyed it Love that shit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll Love probably, it. as I say, I'll hopefully get some time on it over Christmas and then talk about it more in the new year. But uh, yeah, seems decent so far. Cool. All right, um, I'll go because uh, I wasn't here last week. So I've right. only got a couple of other games to talk about other than Halo Infinite. Uh, Metroid Dread, I finished that just before Ooh. we started recording. Oh, wow. Brilliant. An hour before we started recording. Lovely stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I fucking kicked myself actually because... <laughs> That final boss, I could have done that ages ago had I not um, had I realised that that big orange ball, you, there's a way of exploding it. Yeah, yeah. Once I realised that there's a way to explode it, it was like, oh, well, this is like the first. It was like one of those things that we, we, I, I text you about it when I come across a tough enemy. Um, Sean, oh, yeah, yeah. you went, yeah, I struggled with that one too, but then remembered the last you know, upgrade that I had and I used that and did it first time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, of course, let me try that. Oh yeah, I did it first time. But it's, um, it was a little bit like that because it was, I got to that third phase maybe four or five times and died there four or five times. And I was like, I, I can't do this and I might not do it because this is annoying. And then I was like, oh no, I just do that. And you that your instantly well. gets rid of it yeah. and you get all your health back. <laughs> so after I'd done that, we'll work that out. I was like, okay, I've done it now. Um, but I think I'm going to hold back on my overall opinion of the game. I really loved it, basically. Mm-hmm. I really loved uh, Metroid Dread. I've had a great time with it. Um, uh, but I don't want to go into details yet because yeah. I don't want to show Fair my hand. Enough. Did you 100% it or do you want to? No. <laughs> no. no, I don't want 100% it. But I did go back and find loads of... So I was really struggling with the boss initially. Um and I'd find that I would run out of missiles too much. So I went, you know what? I'm going to go back into the world. And I was surprised that that wasn't just mandatory. 
I'm surprised that wasn't gated off and said, no, go back into the world before you can face uh, this like final, the bad boss. Uh, the bad boss, the big bad guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, because it feels like you're supposed to experience how powerful you are after that final like couple of um, upgrades you get mm. towards the end of that game. Because when you go back, it's like, oh, right, I'm not scared of any enemy now because... Yeah. And I can literally blast through yeah, a wall I love that. to kill them. <laughs> when I was going around collecting so it, things, I'm like, whatever, bang, that, you're dead, bang. That was yeah. what was cool though, because that's when, yeah, that's when you go back and do all the collecting, and you are like, yeah, just incredibly yeah. It's like, I'm surprised that it let me go to that final boss after mm-hmm. that, because obviously I'm still way underpowered until I've got you know, and a lot of those items that you pick up are hidden behind things that you wouldn't have got until you've got some of the last upgrades anyway. So Mm. it was, yeah, it was weird that it doesn't sort of force you to do that. Um, And also it did make me laugh a little bit. I will mention this, how it kept conjuring up different things that you couldn't get past until you had an upgrade. And I think my favorite was that, that weird sort of small tree that was on fire for literally. I was like, I was like, what are these what are these things? What are they doing? Okay, I can't get past them. And then it was like, now you've got a, a frozen missile. <laughs> and I was like, right, so that gets me past them. You've just introduced them to sort of stunt my progression <laughs> for a little bit. It was a bit silly. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, uh, this game has like 10 or 20 types of door, yeah. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, or, and yeah. some of them are yeah. things to block green. Your summer green. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, and like, I, I, there was a point where I was just thinking, why is this not just a key card system? Like, how is this any different from a key card well, system? Well, I suppose in those it's old more games? fun to tie it to like a, a new weapon, right? Like, that's, that's more fun See, than I just guess. getting a key card, but. But ultimately, the mechanic of progression is exactly the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, come on. Um, but, but you know, I mean, ultimately, I went and really enjoyed the game. Uh, and the other game that I've been playing a hell of a lot of this week is Rocket League Sideswipe. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I can't believe it. So Rocket League Sideswipe is a mobile version of Rocket League. Obviously, you know, Rocket League's a big title. Um, very popular a esports game. Um, well, it's you know I don't know what the esports scene is like. It's wrong with me to say that, but but it is a very still, popular esports game. Mm. Yeah, and it is still played by you know loads of people. So getting it on mobile must have been a priority at some point. Um, and you know you think how the fuck do you do that? The thing with Rocket League is that you have to be precise. Mm. You know it's a very complex game, even though as simple as it seems when you first play it, there's there's so much to it. Um, that getting that onto a mobile device is going to be non impossible. And, you know, even getting it on Switch, which was good to play with, but when you get to a point with Rocket League where everything is that precise, playing it with on that resolution with those controls in handheld mode is a, is a total mess, basically. Um, you only really play that to have a bit of a laugh rather than take Rocket League seriously. So they come up with this idea of Rocket League Sideswipe, which is a completely new game. Um, and it's a sort of 2D version of Rocket League, and uh, I cannot believe how good it is. I mean, it should be a game that's held up to say this is how you transfer an existing IP to mobile, because like uh, mobiles games always scale back, right? And often to the point where they don't even like they don't even feel like the game that they're they're using the license mm. of. This 100% feels like you're playing a game of Rocket League. Like, from, 
like juggling the ball midair, getting last minute saves, getting a fluky goal here and there, you know, holding your breath as the clock ticks down to zero, but the ball's still in the air, getting that. I mean, it's incredible fun. You basically have, it's on-screen controls, which is never usually good, but it feels fine here, where you've got a joystick on uh, your left thumb, and on your right thumb you've got two big buttons, one's jump and the other one's boost. And it works just like Rocket League does, but you haven't, you've only got those two dimensions. Um, You know, there's certain things that they've had to take away, like obviously you can't explode... um, you can't explode the other team's cars. Uh, the goals are not on the floor. They're like raised up slightly to make sure that the ball doesn't just roll into the goal <laughs> constantly. Um, and you pass through uh, other players rather than, you know, there's no collision between the cars at all. Um, but it, I mean, it, I, I cannot believe how good it feels to play and how fun it is to play. And surprisingly, the, the microtransaction stuff, because it is free to play, is is practically non-existent. I can see it there, and I'm sure that they'll they'll introduce more stuff later on that will make you want to um, buy stuff. But all the all the stuff that you would buy is the stuff that you'd buy in Rocket League. So mm. it's on a similar level to that. You know? I was going to so say because surely new wheels or a new body or yeah. you know that sort of stuff. Say, surely they can just make the it's argument there, that it's like, well, look, essential. this is this is what worked for Rocket League. So why on earth would we change it? Like it's Rocket yeah. League's always been yeah, good. For I, that, I think hasn't it? like it's. Never felt. I think the problem they have is that they haven't got as much of what's in Rocket League. By the right. time that went free to play and introduced all this stuff, mm-hmm. there were thousands of items that you could get. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, there's there really is a, there's like free um, goal celebrations, and the, I'm getting the same toppers over and over again, and not very many different designs and the cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are loot boxes that you can unlock through the Rocket Pass system and all that sort of stuff. It's just, honestly, if you're you're like me and looked at this when it was announced and thought, oh, God, what are they doing? Just download it and play it. If you like Rocket League, and even if you've never played Rocket League, give it a go. Because it's you can do more impressive stuff in this with way less skill. You know what I mean? Taking that, the uh, taking it, like reducing it down to a 2D game makes scoring absolutely crazy goals way easier <laughs> and um it's just so it's just so much fun and i genuinely think this put it on switch get it on switch the biggest problem with the game at the moment is that your thumb takes up the bottom left hand corner and sometimes you need that um screen space to see what the opposite team are doing right you're always shooting from right to left as default. You can switch it so you're shooting left to right, but where your thumb is controlling the joystick, you are you you'll struggle to see the, the what the enemy team are doing, like what the other team are doing if they're flying up at that point or whatever because they're underneath your thumb. Get it on Switch because Rocket League on Switch is okay, but this is a scaled down version of Rocket League that would work perfectly on that console. Get it on Switch. I, I, I'd love to play it on that. It'd be so much fun. There's no reason why you can't do it. It's um. There's no reason why you can't do it. Does that work? Yeah, that James, works. you yes. speak works. English, does it? <laughs> right, okay, cool. Yeah, it's fine. Fine. Get it done. That is. It, I, who else has played it? I've played a couple of games, and I didn't go back to it. 
Why? It's so <laughs> addictive. I, just, I, I played two and I, I, just, I haven't got time for this right now. But um, I mean, it, it, even the, the tutorial was fun to do and it was satisfying, but I just didn't, I just haven't I reopened it since then. God knows how many hours I've played it already. I'm on like level 26 or whatever. <laughs> for, for like, so it, it's got the Rocket Pass just like the main game. and It's got the Rocket Pass, but I don't know if it's got Premium Pass. I didn't see an option for it. I might have bought it if it had, so I don't think it's got Premium Pass, but it's. Um, I'm sure they'll add that. Um, it's got the same league systems. You've got singles, doubles, and hoops. Um, it's got challenges to earn XP and loot boxes and stuff like that. Um so yeah, it's got it's got the whole Rocket League experience there, but in a in a new type of game that just feels brilliant to play. Um, so yeah, bang up for that. So don't sleep on that. It's a good game. Cool. I've got it installed. That was, that's, I've that's, got it installed. Just haven't played it. Play yet. it, man. You'll love it. You'll love it. Um, that's that's it from me. So Matt, you've got a couple left on your list. Oh no, you just got one. It, oh yeah, it's I one have. I've also played. I just forgot to write it down. And it's I mean, one I've played, 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 well. played it as well. Yeah, we've all played it. So what and is it, this, Matt? Then it is explain the what this Matrix is. Matrix Awakens an Unreal 5 Engine demo. Or sorry, Unreal 5 Engine Experience or whatever. It's but yeah, so this got announced uh, pre the game awards and uh, you could download it and it said it was a it was a Matrix Unreal 5 engine uh, thing. And uh, again, I didn't watch the Game Awards, but I assume this was mentioned more there and then it kind of unlocked. Is that how it worked? I don't know. I think it was already up yeah, for I a couple of so. days, wasn't it? I think it, it was, already, yeah, it was definitely yeah. up way before the Game Awards, I thought. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I, I only played it afterwards, so in my mind, it just was unlocked. But yeah, basically, so it's uh, a thing that's in three sections where the first section is you see kind of digitally rendered versions of Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix, and they play their characters and also themselves, and they kind of talk to each other in incredibly realistic digital models of them as actors and, and as, as their characters. To the point where I'm like, okay, are they switching between digital and real life? Is, this some, is there some video I in this? I thought they were, weren't they? Didn't they do that? Didn't they? I think they did at points, but it wasn't always clear for me personally. The, the, the representation was so good that I'm like, okay, is this now a video or is this? Yeah, I was the same. Yeah, I was. I was immensely impressed because I was trying to work out whether it is video footage or an actual. Digital yeah, but did you? It was very clear when they were in the car. I mean, for obvious reasons, but it was also very clear visually, right? Yeah, it's clear in the car, but I think in that first environment where they're like in that quite bare environment and uh, they, they sat in down chairs or whatever and then you know, Neil goes over to the mirror. I thought that, that was really, really impressive. So th- that's the first part of the demo. You just watched that. The second part of the demo is a big old car chase uh, similar to that one in the ma- in the second Matrix movie, Matrix Reloaded, mm-hmm. where they have like that big old chase down the freeway. This is that as well. It's got Neo and Trinity and also um, another character. I'm not quite sure... I assume she's from the who, who the other character was. Yeah. Basically, again, it's them all in the car in this incredibly realistic environment. They're, they're getting chased by loads of other kind of agents. They they have this like chat around about the game, but also kind of break the fourth wall and yeah. say, oh, no, <laughs> it's you from The Matrix or whatever. I can't remember the actual dialogue they use, but they use some dialogue that breaks the fourth wall when they kind of refer to themselves as characters. And then, yeah, basically, then there's like this... <laughs> oh, look, it's you from The Matrix. <laughs> I, I think that's an actual line, yeah. Um, <laughs> just, like, the quality of like the models is unbelievably impressive. And then combine that with 
the quality of like, the, the environments they're in and it's basically like you're playing an act part from an action movie but not like other games where oh and this is like an action bit in like uncharted where it feels incredibly gamey that this looks almost like film like for personally in terms of the action and the, the quality of what you're doing the actual gameplay was incredibly basic yeah. you basically could fire with like the right trigger and you could aim at some of the uh the tires of the cars that were chasing you but forgetting the actual game yeah, and it itself. was incredibly scripted as well wasn't mm-hmm. it there's moments where you're firing at tires and they're doing nothing until you go past clearly a checkpoint yeah and then suddenly and poof, then they explode yeah, yeah, yeah. and something happens but, yeah i mean obviously feel free to play this back to us in five years but yeah i was the same as matt i was like fuck you now this basically looks real <laughs> it's yeah it's absolutely really, absurd yeah. how good it, it looked absolutely stunning yeah it looked like you were playing bits from the from a movie yep. and yes like there was um a bit just before like the proper car chase kicks off it there is like, a conversation between the characters in the car and yes like you can tell that they're not obviously the actual actors and mm. it, i couldn't say okay well is that video or is that I'm not, I, you can tell they're they then at that point they were rendered but the action, like the kind of explosions, like the lighting, the graphics, like the, the other cars and the environment, look absolutely next level, absolutely ne- next generation for me. So I knew this was coming, but I didn't really know anything about this. And the first part of the demo, we just watching them. So I'm like, okay, cool. So you're going to watch this demo. That, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the next bit, oh no, it's actually some actual interactivity where you get to shoot the tires of the enemy vehicles like, okay i didn't expect this amount of interactivity and then after that bit then it kind of shows you all the kind of uh uh kind of rendering stuff i do in the game it shows, shows like the ai you can like flip a button to show like textured and untextured like versions mm-hmm. of the city and even that's kind of impressive to sh- to see how many polygons all the kind of work that's going inside this city like and you can see like the various like uh, the cars you can press a button to switch them from realistically modeled cars to these like blobs that go around the city and i I thought that was really cool we can like change change the change the time of the day and whatnot so you can see kind of the inner workings and then there's a third section of the demo which is basically like a grand theft auto (laughs) demo (laughs) essentially (laughs) you're you're placed down in the city and you have a character where you can walk around you can also get into vehicles and you can you can bomb around and that was cool that yeah. was that was my moment i think when like cuz i i got a text message from Chet Roiver saying you, you should play this matrix thing i've heard it's really good i'm downloading it now so i went okay i'll, I'll download it and i started playing it and i got to the end of the driving bit and it genuinely looked like it was going to end there and i nearly sent him a text saying why the fuck have you asked me to do this <laughs> like i hated that driving section mainly because of how it played you know it looked great and everything that was cool but i could have watched a video of it it felt like on, on rails yeah, it, kind of, yeah, I mean, it obviously was on rails but you know scripted on rails it, it, it looked good but as i said yeah. that could have been i could have watched that on youtube fine i didn't need to download the thing for it um and then, and then when it opened up and let me explore the city a little bit, I was like, okay, all right, fair enough. And then when I walked up to a car and it said drive, and <laughs> all right, granted, it, it, one of the worst driving mechanics I <laughs> oh, think yeah. I've ever experienced yeah, in yeah. the game. Miss GTA handling but looked good. The fact that it was, oh, right, it's letting me do stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. It's yeah, so y- you can walk around the city on foot. You can get into parked cars. You can't get into cars that have already been driven around. And, but you can also fly, and you can mm. go right above the city. And the draw distance is apt. It's like something I've never seen before. It's like the quality of... Yeah, I mean, you can see the, all, the, all the cars going around this huge city, and there's a huge amount of traffic from... 
a crazy high above the city and it just looks it looked absolutely stunning and i think you might have said it, james but you know and i was that but yeah this has made me think of like you know what the hell is gta hits gonna look like is it going to be <laughs> anything like this it's like the quality of the visuals the, the, the answer the, the answer is no right i mean yeah because that, i don't know dave i mean they've they've really always pushed that like in a big way like they i mean have, um, do you but, remember but, do you remember yeah, the first time we saw like gta 4 on 360 it looked incredible mm-hmm. like yeah, at no, the time. I, i'm sure it'll look incredible but you gotta remember a few things about this tech demo the first being it runs at 30 frames mm-hmm. and that's oh yeah the, you can I see the industry is, is moving to 60 as a standard yeah. right the second being it was what 40 gigs mm-hmm. for just what was in mm-hmm. this <laughs> so that shows that actually file sizes we we don't want 300 gig downloads for our games you know what i mean this has literally a car chase sequence in it some fmv and then that city which is incredibly detailed don't get me wrong um and looks absolutely stunning but it's 40 gigs just for this it was like okay but they're doing aren't because unlike Epic are releasing the city, aren't they? As in, like anybody can take anyone that can download and do it things, and yeah, and do things with that, it. Yeah. And, well, yeah, this and, was and there was a uh, Mike Bithell did a really interesting thread on this, um, where he was like he wasn't critical of it. He was just saying it's interesting, sort of what it might mean. Because you know when when Unreal Engine Five was first unveiled, they were they were very keen to point out it's like this isn't just for AAA studios. The whole point is it. it like it's supposed to make this stuff easier for smaller devs as well and like the point mike bethel was making is like it's really interesting because in film the cheapest thing you can do in film is like two people having a conversation in a room whereas in like whereas the most expensive thing you can do is like 100 cars crashing into each other whereas in games it's the other way around it's quite you know it's relatively easy to get a load of physics objects to smash into each other whereas two characters with like convincing you know graphics and voices etc is really expensive and really hard to do and what this is trying to do is flip that and make it the same like the you know the way around it is with films um and part of the way they're doing that is by supplying all these assets as well that developers can use which is interesting but it's like so what are we gonna have to get really used to seeing games set in this one city do you know what i mean like there's all like all, well, all I mean, sort of like yeah. reused assets. Yeah. Like, is it still going to be that like, you know, that those sort of you know supplied assets are useful for kind of filling in sort of background details, but never actually anything we're really going to look at. That's still all, that stuff all still has to be handcrafted. So it's just well, it's this is this is yeah. this is what my takeaway from yeah. it, right? This is this is what I got out of it. Not so much what are the next big AAA games going to mm-hmm. look like, because I think they're going to be wildly different in the way they're constructed. They, you know, they those games use their own engine. They don't use Epic. Some do. Mm-hmm. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but but I, I think that this is more of an indication of right. How can we make things easier? So when I watched the Digital Foundry um, interview, it was very much like. This was all like you just put car, you put car here, yeah. car there, or whatever, mm-hmm. and it can do all that stuff at that volume that quickly yeah. without the amount, uh, insane amount, and street furniture and stuff that was all auto generated from mm-hmm. existing assets and stuff like that, right? So it feels like that the advantage of of um, the Epic Engine and what this proves is that you can do things quicker, and that. If smaller games, smaller budgeted games can take advantage of this engine, 
to make their games look better. And that's that's what Unreal Engine 3 did, mm. right? When Unreal Engine 3 came out, all of a sudden, a bunch of slightly smaller deve- dev- developers and even some indie developers took advantage of that engine to cut costs, um, make games look of a higher standard with a lower budget, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is what this engine... This is my takeaway from what I played. Mm. I mean, it was incredibly impressive looking. Mm. How that translates to an actual game, I'm I'm not so sure. But what the stuff that they were presenting was like, I can see a huge benefit in development, mm. like in terms of saving money, in terms of um, uh, out the end product looking way better than it originally would have. Yeah, if you were I, I using, mean, I suppose you know another engine. Uh, yeah, I'm saying now, oh, you know, maybe like. So what do we need to get used to all games being set in this this one place? But then if it's big enough, is that a problem? <laughs> yeah, why like, not? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. maybe that means there's plenty of of spaces where you know you could just sort of enclose a section of it and and set your game entirely in that or, or whatever. It's yeah. But I'm sure people will be taking these bits and like you know doing a lot with them and changing things mm-hmm. around. And that. I don't it. think it's going to be it. like exactly the yeah, same, is it? I'm sure. I'm sure the unreal engine is very much like these are assets for this type of setting yeah. but then you know there'll be ones for other types of settings of or mm. whatever you know a rock is a rock you know do you really need mm. to do you really need to spend development time you know um map scaling rocks and stuff when you've got an engine that can do it for you it should have given some um, trees to 343 eh they should have mate they fucking yeah. should have good shout Thank Sean. You. um <laughs> I spent a surprising amount of time driving around the city, mm. even though it, yeah, the handling was rubbish. But yeah. just to look at how impressive everything was, mm. and flying above the city, I loved even the simple things such as the way the audio changed depending yes. on the height. Yeah, the real time audio. If stuff you were like really ground good. level, obviously you heard all the beeping yeah, and yeah. stuff of the traffic and the people. And then as you get really high up, where the highest towers were, you just said, you know, wind and this and that. I thought that was a really, really clever mm. clever go super high there. up and you can hear a grunt saying this is a big day for me <laughs> um it's crazy the, i'll say this right matt i don't know if you're like that i'm pretty sure you you think like i do with this i'm almost certain there's some mad puzzle within that city somewhere <laughs> to if- break you out of the matrix like there's a cut scene or something I know that there's a bunch of kind of things you can go around and look on the map. There's like those points. And I was like, what Mm. are these? Is this something I can collect? And there's like, when you go towards those points, there's like these like green, you know, it looks like kind of matrix type stuff. And often it's like little like plimps where there's like facts saying, hey, there's like 15,000 buildings in the city. Can you find the tallest one? And I found the tallest one. It's like, hey, this is the tallest building. It's 7,000, you know. But I thought there would be there there could be something hidden in that city. Yeah, I, I, I there's thought going the to same. be something in there that's going to come out in like it's two big months as well. Time. That they could hide something that I want yep. someone to. <laughs> oh, you know, if you go to his phone booth, actually, you can because I, I tried to I tried to go into buildings or at least go into like um, mm. there's like there's um little kind of alleyways you can go in. I was like, hey, is one is one of these going to allow me to actually walk into the building? I wouldn't surprise me. Someone's, someone's broken it already. Someone's walked over to an area you're not supposed to really? go in. But oh, really? it was, yeah, you could tell it wasn't intentional. Like, they found a way of walking on the water and then walked over to one of those distant oh, wow. cities to just have a little look around and you could tell it's just like Bad. a mess yeah. of <laughs> boxes that was, you expect to really see from these games. That, or whatever, but. Um, yeah, like, obviously you can't go in. The, can you go in any of the buildings? I assume not. 
Uh, it doesn't seem so, like no. But the, you know, the sort of obviously sort of automatically generated sort of interiors yeah. through through windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, really I love impressive. those. Like, a shop with no door into it <laughs> with shelves on every wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. But like, the, I think this is the, I mean, maybe this is just me, but this is the first time I've seen that done where it's like consistent across several windows. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think it was in Spider-Man yeah. on PS4. You'd you'd look in like one window and you'd see like an interior. And it's like, oh, okay, the room like extends off in this direction, and then you go to the next window, and no, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't physically make sense. They don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're not consistent. Which, yeah. or, you know, it's a stupid thing to care about. Like, it, who cares? But um, it was just interesting to see that, like, oh no, they've they've thought about that here, and like, it is actually you can go across several windows. Like, yep, this is this bit of this room. This is the next bit of this room, and then this is the next bit, and then there it ends, and then now the next room, and it was just yeah interesting um i mean yeah it might have sounded like i was moaning before i, I did really like this it's super impressive um yeah, yeah also what's interesting is that like the the initial kind of cut scenes where it's just like carrie Ann moss and keanu reeves mm. and i think in cut scenes in like the car shows they're actually only 24 frames because it doesn't try right. more cinematic yeah okay but i did feel there was like it did feel quite jarring for it only to be 30 frames during like the main thing which mm. i i get you know but I guess use the sixty frame games, but yeah. um, um, and I was saying because when that first section come in and you're like, Hang on, I can't actually walk around the city, can I? I, I can. <laughs> can't actually get into a car? No, I can get into. Yeah, a car. that was it. That was. I a can't big actually fly. For me, oh, I no, think. I can fly above <laughs> the city. Yeah, I was. I was super impressed. I, I think I'll go back and play play more. Just I want to go back and take photos. Yeah, I need, yeah it's, uh, I need to see some more exploring because I've only played it a little bit, and uh, yeah, I, need to I, I was going to say I've seen some amazing photos. I mean, any kind of. Loving digital photographer, any kind of photographer mm. or a video game photographer, this is like a whole like playground for you to mm. go around and create some amazing shots. It just looks so good anyway. Mm. But then obviously what some people are doing with like bokeh effects and 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 this that, and the other, yeah, it looks it, it's it's super super impressive. And, and what's really cool, I, I want to see more of these kind of cool demos being put out. That you know that they're not a game, but we can go in and explore them and. And be impressed with what what they're trying to show us because I know like the previous two Unreal Engine five demos they were like videos and I watched them they were they were cool and impressive to watch but actually being able to go into this one it was something else yeah like, super super impressive I guess if you've got a new console for Christmas as well and you want to download the first thing that's going to make you go holy shit the pre- yeah, previous mind, generation yeah. could not do this this is probably the answer isn't it Yeah Oh yeah mm. yeah this was definitely a super next generation yeah. and and by the way cool fucking works on the series s like yeah, that's <laughs> it's absolutely mad. ludicrous i mean yeah the frame rate is what it is um and you can see where like some corners have been cut certainly but yeah jesus it, it fucking works it's free it's also free download it <laughs> download it uh right okay that's what we've been playing <laughs> this week and uh, we all know what is coming up next? Do you know, my Don't heart just did like an extra beat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gotti Draft. It is the Gotti Draft. And we are going to pick 12 games and an additional four games for our wild card. Uh, out, oh my God, this is... I am actually quite nervous, right? I need to bring up my list. Yeah, I feel sick. Can I just, let's can we just do it? Can we just yeah, do let's it? Get, let's get I feel away. horrible. Okay. So should I just call the order out all at once or should I do it one at a time I'll do it one at a time right, I'll do it right, one at a time right. okay here we go <laughs> open up my glasses case I put them in there they've been in there the whole time the first person that gets to pick a game and we don't do it fairly we don't do it back and forth this is the order first person is Matt 
Interesting. What is your first game, Matt? You go Metroid Dread. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next person. We don't discuss the nominations mm-hmm. either. New listeners. Mm-hmm. Or old listeners. Me. I'm going to go Death's Door. I'm typing these out as well because I know I'll forget. <laughs> Next person to get to choose a game. James Farley. Right, I am last every year. We've joked about this before, yeah? I'm just saying. Well, sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying we're going to get emails. That's all. <laughs> <Go> <laughs> okay, on. okay, James. Uh, it takes two. Uh, sure. Hitman 3. Okay. Right. So there's some four strong games out of the hat already. And I think we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have to delete some games off our list already. <laughs> this okay. is annoying. I'm I'm really I've been cut down quite badly. <laughs> <laughs> uh Matt. Hmm. Um See Sean, what's interesting hmm. is that I wanted to go towards the end on this one. Yeah. Swap if yeah, you want. Yeah, because I think I wanted some <laughs> obvious ones out of the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can choose some. Yeah. I'm going to go for uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know which way to go next. Uh, I'm going to go Halo Infinite. Uh, James. I'm going Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yep, Sean. Sea of Thieves. Okay. Okay. Matt. Sorry, I'm just writing down... We're not talking about it. (laughs) We're not talking about it. Respect the process. I'm just writing down the 20... I'm trying out Sea of Thieves. Um, okay. I'm going to go with... Um, oh, don't do this again, Matt. <laughs> Fucking... I've got a big old list. Oh, <laughs> I'm to think. So many on my list have been taken out. This is mad. I'm going to go... Deathloop. Deathloop. Uh, I'm going to go the Art for Escape. James? I'm going to go, it's a VR game. I'm going for Zombieland Headshot Fever. (laughs) 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 No, no, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. That's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but could you imagine if James did his passive-aggressive speech like he did with uh, Detroit? In fact, actually, Matt, I'm very surprised you haven't nominated. I mean, <laughs> nominate. surely, James, you should have put it as your wild cards. So then Matt would have to campaign against it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, we can't, we can't do that for obvious reasons. We can't have that game. You know, Matt's been working on it. So let's, well, advertise it. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Okay, I'm going to go for Psychonauts 2. Okay. How many have I got left? How many have I got? still got to do? you got one and a wild card. Oh, shit, I need to find another game because I've got to <laughs> run out. 
Sure. Well, we've all got one to pick. So whatever's left on your list might get taken in a minute. Go on, Sean. Toem. Sorry? Toem. T-O-E-M. We're doing that, are we? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt. Forza Horizon 5. Good game, that, isn't it? Um, so where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> You've all surprised me a bit, actually. Matt, I'm surprised, has picked Bowser's Fury. I, I thought I had had that one. That was on my list uh, as well, just in case. Yeah. I think I forgot that was this um, year. It's the whole fucking COVID yeah, timey Yeah, Sean, effect. Hitman 3. Well, that, yeah. was, that was high up on my list. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, was it? <laughs> well, console this year, I think it's valid. I mean, I picked Sea of Thieves, so I can't say shit. No, you can't. Um, James? Uh, chicory. Okay. Uh, Sean? Hot Wheels Unleashed. Right, it's wildcard time, and uh, this is a big problem. This is a big problem. We go in reverse order. Um, (laughs) So, Sean, let's hear your wildcard. Fuck. I'm doing a Matt Murray. I'm doing a Matt Murray. (laughs) Why are you all doing some product you don't need? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know? I'm going to go for Wonder Pot Forever. Uh, okay. James? Oh, see, the game that I've just thought of... Oh, I, what year? We're in 2021, aren't we? Damn, <laughs> I can't choose that one. <laughs> That's a shame. That is a shame. You've had oh, to choose you know, I don't know. I don't know. All of the games that I had have now gone. Um... Oh, this is really difficult. Um. Oh, I, no, I don't want to know. I was going to say Ratchet and Clank, but I don't want to because I don't believe in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like nothing with that. Oh, I don't know what to choose. This is horrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, is there is there anything that you know you should play this that you haven't played this year that you can go out on a limb and so that's why Halo Infinite was going to be mine. I was going <laughs> to, but then Dave had more courage than me and has actually like gone for it. Mate, I'm I'm having an operation tomorrow. I'm going to be in bed for a week. <laughs> that game is getting done. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Dread was supposed to be the game that I played in bed for a week, but I've already finished that now. So, <sighs> okay, I, I'm going to. Okay, last stop. There you go. Oh, good shout. Fucking hell, yeah. Good shout. Um, I'm torn between two. So, I'm going to go with Life is Strange True Colours. Mm -hmm. Matt. Hmm. 
Now I've got got a bunch on my list. Hmm. Oh I'll fuck off. Pick man. one of them. Well <laughs> I'm gonna go with Resident Evil Village. I could hear okay. you smirking as you said that. Yeah. Um. So, it, it, oh, were all your lists gone then? Uh, all of you? Uh, yep. No, I, yeah, I've got mine's more. totally gone. Yeah. What was on your list? Well, they've not made it, so it's fine to talk about those. What? What? Uh, Final made Fantasy VII Remake Intermission DLC, which I thought was excellent. Ratchet and Clank was on there. I mean, I didn't really truly believe in it. Fantasian. <laughs> Which is that, that Apple Arcade game made by the guy who made um, or the oh, team yeah, who yeah, made yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy originally? I thought that was fantastic. The first part and uh, <clears throat> Lake was on there. <laughs> 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 well, I had I had um, two that didn't make it: Knockout City and uh, Rocket League Sideswipe. But I thought, although I loved Rocket League Sideswipe, I thought there's no point in putting it as a wild card. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get any sort of listener vote for that. So Matt, so, so the four games that are the wild cards that our listeners get to vote on is Life is Strange: True Colors, Wonder Pup Forever, Resident Evil Village, and Last Stop. I'm kind of gutted, actually, James. I'm kind of gutted that Last Stop didn't make the really your list there because I'd love to have spoken about that game again. There was a lot to like about that. Um. Apart from the ending, actually. Okay. All right. Well, I've now so got then... a lot of games to play in space of. Uh... Yeah. Well, which ones? Well, I need to play more Wonder Pop Forever. I played a little tiny bit of that. Sea of Thieves? <laughs> I played that about 2017. I'm fine. <laughs> it's not it's basically the same. <laughs> uh, well, going to the galaxy, James, you said, don't worry, mate. It's not probably not going to be part of the game of the year. Now, <laughs> I fucking should have bought it. I didn't realise it was going to be part of the game in the conversation. Um, I what I do need to do is add Sea of Thieves, the Pirates of the Caribbean DLC yep. <laughs> <laughs> next to it. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to add that next to it, Sean. Just, <laughs> just you wait, Dave. Just you wait and see what happens. <laughs> We'll hang wait. on, hang on. We'll this this game, is it Wonder Putt? Yes. yes. Yeah, Wonder Putt. I've been it's playing It's one it. of the Netflix games. I heard it as Wonder Pup, and I just Googled it, and I was like, Wonder Pup Forever. Yeah. What is that? What, the, and the, the golf game. The golf game. I'm a huge I mean, fan of Wonder Pup. What were you talking it was about? The golf game last week. <laughs> I thought it was something to do with a dog. You were talking yeah. about it last week, yep. James. Yeah. I thought it was something to do with a dog. Well, no, it's a golf. I, I did explain <laughs> that it's a mini golf game, James. I know, I know, but no, no, no. I just thought this is another short game I thought it was like a dog with a cape and a mask who has a little golf club. Right, okay, okay, right. So that that's our list. Our official list is... Uh, in order of the person that picked them. Death Store, Halo Infinite, The Artful Escape, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, Hitman 3, Sea of Thieves, The Pirates of the Caribbean DLC, Toem, Hot Wheels Unleashed, Metroid Dread, 3D World, Bowser's Fury, Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, It Takes Two, Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2, and Chicory. They're our 12 games. The um, wild cars, as I've mentioned, is Life is Strange: True Colors, Wonder Pup Forever, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 16 <laughs> games. Sorry. I've said 12 games all show, I think. 16 <laughs> games. Of course there is. Sorry. My, my mistake. Um, Life is Strange, True Colours, Wonder Putt Forever, Resident Evil Village, and Last Stop. They're the wild cards. What happens with the wild card uh, games, Matt? So there will be a Google form which we'll be putting out around midday on Wednesday. So this, this podcast comes out on Wednesday. So, so 12 o'clock today, if you listen to it on Wednesday, there will be a tweet to a Google form. Go on there, cast your vote, and forever hold your peace. That, for this, that, that form will be live. That survey will be live from midday on Wednesday to midday on Saturday. And Saturday night is when we will be recording the Computer Game Show's Game of the Year podcast. So you have three days to cast your vote. Choose one of them that David just mentioned, and they will go in as the wild card to be added to one of our fours, uh, one of our original four, and it's a case of arguing who has to lose one of theirs for the wild card to get in there. Yep. Uh, so the winner uh, goes into that final knockout stage. The other three get dashed. And uh, one of our 12 games will be removed and replaced with 16. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. One of our 16 games will be removed and replaced with the wildcard game. And that person who chose that wildcard game is immune from having any of theirs removed. We're keeping that rule, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, why not? I think that adds to it. I think that adds spice. to the anger. Yeah. A little bit of Sorry, spice. Any of theirs are moved in round one, you mean? Not round one, is it? Pre round one. Yeah, pre round. Yeah, I've got, yeah. No, exactly. no, it just means, yeah, it just means one of yours won't be supplanted with the, the wild yeah. card, basically. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Right. Okay. Game of the Year show next week. Uh, it's happening. And I'm more nervous now than I was before <laughs> the draft, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Some interesting information come out. Yeah, then. so the Gotti show is out uh, Wednesday, the twenty second. They'll be out in all your usual places from around five AM on that on that UK time on that morning. So Wednesday, twenty second is when the Gotti Pod will be out. We're recording it on the Saturday previous, but that does not mean it's coming out early. It's coming out on the Wednesday, twenty second. So look forward to it. Cool. All right. Are we doing questions or are we done? We've got one. I think we should because I did say hey. This is probably your last chance because this is the last regular episode of the year. So we should probably do a question. I was going to do one, which is about what's the criteria for getting your questions read out. <laughs> Meta. I Go mean, uh, it's not even any point directing people to the form, is there? Let's face it. Um because next week's going to be an absolute Well, disaster. there's going to be an awful lot of feedback, so they can go to the form if they want. There is. True. Um, Fiona Bruce has written in oh, saying, amazing. Dear TCGS Cohabitors, uh, please may you explain the criteria for your questions segment of the show. I've written in a few times with general questions about games and life with games, most recently about three weeks ago, but for reasons unknown, they've not been asked or answered on the show. I never miss an episode of the pod, and I'm a Patreon supporter, as I love everything you four do, so I want to get involved, hence why I submit questions. If you can help explain the criteria for questions or why some may not be answered, that would help me. Cheers for the great times. Uh, it's, it's really hard, right, because... <laughs> Adam Buxton put a podcast out this week mm. where he basically gave a list of rules of what to do and what not <laughs> to do. And it's like, firstly, it just sounded awful. Yep. Uh, please keep to these subjects. And uh, he did it in a jokey way mm. and it was lighthearted, but also you knew there was some truth behind it. Yep. Keep it to two sentences, preferably. You know, all this <laughs> sort of stuff. And also the fact that I think if we do that, 
we're going to get a bunch of very similar emails. And I like the fact that, you well, know, sometimes it. we get a, yeah. a quite long email that surprises. we can get into. And I mean, stuff. it's not getting read out. It's often just because we kind of run out of time. Often. It's, yes, yeah. that is the main That's factor. The main reason. Like, yeah, if you feel like you're writing in and none of your stuff's getting read out, please, like, I know it must be disappointing, but please don't ever take it personally. Um, I don't think there's anyone I ignore outright. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, what the guy called the, the guy who calls himself Fuck David? Oh yeah, you don't yeah. Ignore obviously. Him outright. I mean, that doesn't even. You should probably ignore him. He's one of my favourite um, correspondents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like it's 90% of the time it's down to us running out of time as we get towards the end of the episode um, it yeah. can just be that like there's nothing wrong with the question I can just I, I feel like I have a fairly decent sense now of when I know it's going to be one that we all just sort of don't really have a funny answer for um, or or that they've been asked or that's been asked before uh, previously, yeah, yeah like it sometimes yeah. will revisit like if it's been like a year or so since a regular question has come in we might do it again if i think it's if it's worth revisiting um but yeah the unfortunately yeah the, the short answer is it varies week by week um but yeah please do not take it personally and like dave says if, if you start like if i was to start giving out rules now like everyone who's like loads of people who've sent feedback or questions in will now realize that they've been falling foul of said invisible rules and then being like oh great did he think i was a con no probably not um it's true don't don't start the email with hello my name is scientologist (laughs) never do that that's rule one yeah never never get read out it's the first name that come into my head i I apologize (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you can keep it short that definitely helps um like we do like people do send us some like huge essays sometimes and it's like look this is literally going to be like the entire feedback section if we read it out or or whatever um but i mean other than that just keep trying and i promise we don't do we don't like victimize anyone or exclude anyone on purpose you probably haven't been sending bad questions in that's it right okay we're done and and yeah and and to be clear there were like two other perfectly good questions sat there but it's half 11 and um, my wife's out tonight, so I'm on morning duties on my own. So I need to get to bed. So there <laughs> yeah. you go. There's a question. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks. Thanks. Uh, well, I'm oh, Matt. Social, yeah, so sorry. Uh, we're, we're doing a few streams this week. Uh, well, Thursday, the 6th. I'm going to actually have dates now because it's getting to a serious part of the year. Thursday, 16th. <laughs> that's this Thursday. Pico Bell is, is, is back. It's happening. Sean streaming Pico yeah. 8 games. That is obviously live on twitch.tv slash tcgsco. There'll be no Dark Souls 2 on Friday. But actually, no, James, you, did you say previously, James, actually you could do it on Wednesday? Yeah, I, can I do that? I'm going to do it on Wednesday okay. instead. Well, so that'll be the 15th. On the day this yeah. podcast comes out, there is a Dark Souls 2 stream happening. So look forward to that. Again, that'll be 9 p.m. UK time. That's Wednesday. That's tonight. Tomorrow, Thursday 16th, Pico Bell. And on Saturday, we're recording the Gotti Pod. They don't need to know we're recording it on the Saturday, though, right? We can, we can, the, the Gotti Pod's out on Wednesday. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they might get something out of just knowing it's happening. Yeah. So it's so, you know I mean? so Saturday, scared. out on Wednesday, so the 22nd. <laughs> That is it. We're also going to try and find a time to get in the cuisining happening this month. Obviously, we had some technical troubles on the weekend, but that we will be doing that in the month of December. Undoubtedly, we will find time to do it. So in the cuisining is happening. Yep. We haven't quite nailed our time yet, but it will be happening. Again, apologies for patrons, but it's going to be happening. Look out on Patreon for a post around that. Dark Calls, obviously, is still happening every single Friday throughout Christmas into New Year. This Friday, uh, it's 
the 22nd episode, and it's about the archers, uh, not not the series uh, about those bastards, <laughs> um, the archers, and also <laughs> also James and David talk uh, narrative games because they've played her story and gone home. That's a nice little aside <laughs> in dark calls if you have uh sorry no if you have amazon prime you've got twitch prime gaming of course back on the twitch a tip please go over to our channel give us your free monthly sub we really really appreciate it if you go over to our channel and give us your free one so thank you for that if you're already doing it and also they don't renew so uh, please come back a month after that uh, patreon.com slash tcgs is our patron address for exclusive podcasts, talks overs, in the cuisining is happening this year, of course. And tcgs.co is the website for links to our social channels, all our podcasts, our gorgeous Discord, and our store. Cool. Well, thank you so much for living it. We will, uh, we will catch you next week where you'll hear probably three to four hours of shouting. Or four to five hours. <laughs> we'll catch you then. Nah. I'm, I'm really scared. <laughs> Last year's was four hours, twenty-two minutes. Okay. I'm really scared. Oh, I'm already an hour, hour ahead of you, or whatever. It's just going to be James. Awful. Just forty-eight. We end this episode, James. <laughs> What's the current thinking on the old drinking? Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to drink because it, oh, just makes, it just makes sake. It just makes it more interesting, you know, for for me anyway. Oh, it's so, interesting. You know, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do whiskey I though. Say, I think I'm just gonna just do just beer. Yeah, because obviously fine. last time James, you said, "Oh, I've got oh, whiskey and a mixer," like and then within 20 minutes we couldn't hear you unscrewing the <laughs> bottle of Coke. So we knew there was no mixer. I mean, it'll order a bit, but fuck knows what'll turn up. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Pepperoni pizza. All right. Or if anyone's got any recommendations for spirits here, then you no, can always let me no, know. No, James, no and, spirits. Uh, James. Bit of schnapps. Spirits are the same, mate. <laughs> With whiskey, vodka, I'm assuming, over there. Yeah, no, no, there might be some there. special different stuff, you know. I don't know. Please, no one DM James so, okay, special different Let's stuff. Just keep it. <laughs> just keep it beers. Or spirits. We'll see you next week. Just beers. Take it easy. Goodbye. Cheerio. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Just beers, James. Just beers. Or spirits. No, just, just, just beers. <laughs>